You know this world has gone insane. It is absolutely no secret. But tonight, Saturday night, you are about to experience the true measures of what that insanity can bring you. Tonight, you are about to see ball and bottles. The one-of-a-kind show that they'll speak into the world no Now, meet your hosts, Dakota Franson, specialist of the strange, and Crystal Mule, the UFO fanatic. Now, give it up, and let's see what these two idiots can bring you. Everybody, I had to do. I could just joined tonight from some amazing people. Obviously, Dakota here, you know, my sidekick, you know, Sherry, alone, and then a lovable mate. Can I go? Lovable is not the word most people use. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Come on, mate. You. Your channel is amazing, and honestly, everybody that's listening to this in the podcast form, please visit Mike's channel because he does these like tales. What are the code? What the, what's the code again, Mike? Okay, don't have any kids in the room when I say this out loud. It's called What the Fuck Paranormal Chat <laughs> with the Naked Bigfoot. <laughs> honestly, yeah, guys, you need to, you need to watch. What you say about me, Christopher? I didn't see and why am I double banging here? <laughs> I, I, that's it. Banana underwear coming soon. Right, right. Uh, we're joined also by Sherry. Sherry Paranormal World Investigators. And it's good to see you back, Sherry. Because you weren't very well. So, Still not very well, but I'm still trying to kick it and uh, get on with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, good things are coming. You'll feel fine soon. There you go. Using my psychic powers, you know. So Dakota, what's news? What have you got interesting things to say? I, I thought we agreed to come on the spot. Towards the end. I know. So because everybody seems to come in at the last like five it's, minutes. It's, 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 no, it's no, it's no it's no about that. It's it's about our guest, our guest, man. It's our guest. Oh, 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 our guest our guest is whoever the fuck wants to come on with us. Yes. Tonight, guys, anybody can join us. Obviously, we've got <laughs> Two awesome guests already in. So if you want to come in, the link is in the Bold and Bonkers chat for anybody that's uh, want to come on. Do you want to post it in the old um, thingy my bobber there? There you go, Mike. There's a saying for you, thingy my bobber. Thingy my bobber to what? <laughs> just, just ignore me, guys. I've got the cold. I've had it for a couple of days now, and I've been taking large quantities of pharmaceuticals to help me overcome Ugh. the plague. <laughs> The evils of modern medicine. <laughs> I know, I know, but they did make you feel quite nice, didn't they? <laughs> what kind of medicine? Well, I know. I've partaken of modern medicine before. It's morphine's fucking amazing. So, <laughs> uh, I'm allergic to morphine, actually. So, what? It's good you, <gasps> you should say that because I used to take morphine. I got, I've got a kind of nerve problem in my face, and it's really sore. This is this is going back maybe eight years ago, 
I used to take it and it made me feel weird. Like, I mean, it made oh. me feel really weird. And I, I just had to stop. Amazing. But man, I know I look. <laughs> Dude, hey, Drew, do you want to come join us? Yeah, Drew, yeah, come Drew, on in, Drew. No, his brother, Drew. Okay. Oh, well, no, Drew. No, 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 I no, remember I remember brother, kicking him out last time no, by accident. Brother, no, I wasn't sure if it was him or not. Honestly, please, no. God, no. No. He's, he's happy. Oh, come on. Links are already posted. Yeah, I know. Come join um, Oh, dear. So, Sherry, what's new with you? What interesting do you have going on in your side of the paranormal? Uh, at the minute, uh, apart from watching you guys and supporting, not a lot because yeah. I, I'm not allowed to. Uh, I'm not That's allowed right. to engage in these activities at the minute because well, I'm well I am, but I am trying to put some things together ready for when I come back. Like I'm trying to look through some some bits to do for the uh, the Lost Magic show when I'm well enough to get back up and do it again, and yeah. some bits for my channel. I'm working on like trying to do some more paranormal and UFO <laughs> investigations. Yeah. See if I can get any more cool videos. <clears throat> Honestly, guys, check out Sherry's channel because it it's an awesome channel. It really is. Mm. There you go. But Mike, what what um what's what's the what's the stories for next week? What tales from the oh my gosh next week? Next week? Um, <laughs> um, I'll be talking about uh, the Devil's Tramping Ground, which is an area in North Carolina that. Um, was supposedly uh, a place where the devil himself would manifest and and walk in circles and worry about um, what troubles he was going to place upon the world. It's this very large circle that um, absolutely nothing will grow in, um, that no animal will walk in. Earthworms want to go into it. It, it has no bacteria in the soil. Um, I spent three nights there, and... And the next show is going to be about the time I went to, which is one probably don't you guys want to don't want to miss is the um, where I went and investigate the site of the lost colony of Roanoke. Um, that. that sounds <laughs> awesome. That sounds awesome. I got in so much trouble. <laughs> Why well, am I not surprised? <laughs> I, I got know, into just... so much trouble down there, but I I yeah. learned so much while I was there. So I've got some that's... insights on the lost colony. So that's one not to miss. Ooh, and I'll be telling you how much was... trouble I got into, both legally you, you... and spiritually. I got into a lot of trouble down there. So I've not missed one of your shows. I sat up two a.m. exactly. I'm waiting oh. my pad. Wait. <laughs> You're too kind. You're too kind. I try to I do know. two shows, sometimes three shows a week. On that that place you were talking about, they said the is it the devil's? What was it called? The devil's devil's tramping ground. The devil's. Yeah. It has a lot of different Dakota. names. You need to go there. The devil's worry spot. I mean, it has a lot of different names. The legend is that if you go to sleep in the middle of the circle, that the devil will whisk you out of there, and and you will wake up the next morning outside of the circle. So really, yeah. Really? So you guys, wait, wait to wait to what happened to me there. <laughs> it's a it's 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 a really charged location. Just I'll just put that out. There's a teaser. It is a incredibly tell, charged. Tell us a wee location. bit more. Tell us a wee bit more. Come on, tell us just a wee yeah. bit more, mate. Please. 
<laughs> well, I'll, well, I'll tell you one of the conclusions I came up with. It's, I do believe that it's a portal. Um, it's an extra-dimensional yeah. portal into the spirit world. Um, if you ever want to hear my thoughts about the devil and demons and angels in general, you'll have to go yeah. watch my show because I will not rehash that because I, I get into so much trouble every time. So I, I did a one-and-done show about how I feel, felt about angels yeah. and demons. Um, but I won't rehash it's, that tonight. Honestly, guys, if you're you're watching his show, especially Mike's show, he does this, he does this thing that he says, that's a story for another time. And everybody needs to take a drink other other beverages. And the other night you were doing it, and I was drinking, I had a litre bottle of water, Volvic. And every, you kept saying it because I was playing the game, I kept drinking it. See, by the time you end of your video, I, was, I, I, I couldn't get to the toilet fast. Dude, and then see, some shows I'll take it maybe once or twice, but I, I the way my mind works, I, I wander between subjects. And some people love that format. Yeah. I always get back on topic, but I will I easily wander off of topics on the topic at hand yeah. and um, talk about other shit that's going on or that oh. is connected to it. Yeah. And I yeah. always say that's a story for another <clears throat> time. Mine was <laughs> <laughs> orange juice, pure orange juice. That made me yeah. go to the toilet quite a lot as well. So yeah, in my yeah. own feel there, Chris. Because you were in the chat, you were in the chat too, Sherry, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, we kept going drink. <laughs> Yeah, I had to turn it into a drinking game. It was a suggestion um, by another guy who runs a really amazing um, horror animation site uh, uh, called Super Horror Show. And, uh, he actually came up with a – he was made a joke about that, and I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. Uh, Samuel. Uh, Hello, hey. Samuel. How are you? Samuel, welcome to the Hey, Samuel. Is it, for a second, there, I thought he was modeling. He was really still. He was like, "Hey, folks! Nice to finally, <laughs> nice to finally talk to you, Mike." Yeah, yeah. What did you do, Mike? Oh, did yeah. you update your phone? Uh, I don't know. I I went through uh, and exercised a hell of a lot of demons. So. <laughs> Leave it to Apple. <laughs> oh my god. This has it's got to be awesome tonight. Is MDL Spike coming? Drew's Paranormal Vlogger, you're not coming up into the she chat. She said she might be up in a little while. Something about her brother's son was there or something. We can get oh, both right. Drews in here so your brother yes. can finally be oh, able to answer some questions about mate, why you have so many flames when my brother comes in. Oh. <sighs> Oh. You're not coming uh, up, I, Smith family. Hey, Smith family, you're just gonna come up. Enter at your own risk. Come yes. on, team in. <laughs> that was the name of the father. This. <laughs> oh, and if you're not no. a fan of bad words, the word "fucking damn" is shit. We're over. <laughs> well, listen, listen, we like to have these nights. That's always the a risk. That's the joy mind, of it. You know. You know, <laughs> honestly, we like to have these nights, you know. Why is it? Uh, is the it, words, is it reversed, uh, you know? Those are the perfect abs. Yeah. Who has perfect abs? <laughs> I mean, you can count my, you can count my ribs, but I wouldn't call them abs. <laughs> yeah, a nice cup of cake. 
Oh my god! Oh, I normally have problem. quite nice abs, but at the moment they're a bit floppy. See, guys, this is the amazingness of the oh, bottom of the chat. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can't read that, but I see my name. Mike, the naked Bigfoot is an interesting alias. Mike, why don't you tell? Oh. Why don't you tell them why you're called that? Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a good story. People always. Um, I've actually had a lot of people just follow me just because of my uh, my name. But I was taught by people much wiser than me in my life um, when it comes to the paranormal, preternatural, and the supernatural. Um, that fear is one of the worst things you could ever have for something, a profound fear. And if there's something that you fear, you need to make light of it to take that power away from the object of your fear. So um, as people, a lot of people will find out if you go to my, go to my channel or if you want to hear about it, some of it tonight. Um, I've had a, a Bigfoot problem here on the farm for quite some time. I don't call them Bigfoot, so they're called hairy assholes and that live in the woods here. Oh, right. my God. Uh, don't make me laugh. And no, they're not like little sugar plum fairies and forest children. They will fucking rip your arms and legs off and beat you to death with it as you as you as as they're pulling your tongue out of your head. And and, yeah, guys, and, and, and the chat. To I'm just you, saying in, in the chat, make say links in the chat, guys. Sorry, Mike, can you go? Oh, so it's all good, but to make uh, to oh. make light of them is to take away some of their power. So and to take away some of my fear. So I came up with the name Mike the Naked Bigfoot because I have nothing to hide when it comes to those assholes. So I know y'all probably expected something porn related, but sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not hey. very undeserved porn category. <laughs> I don't know. I can I can just see it the news. Oh, please don't give me any ideas. <laughs> uh, dude, I've had OnlyFans try, solicit me to do um to do videos and shit based on my <laughs> name alone. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh you, my you should, I can, can I keep saying to Dakota? I think he should travel to your bit, Mike, and go up into the mountains and investigate the Bigfoot. You know. Well, if you go up there, dude, I'll sit on the rock at the base of the of the mountain, and I'll just point you where the trail is, and I'll give you twenty four hours, oh, and then yeah. I'll away. <laughs> and then I'll walk back up the trail. <laughs> You're either going to come back or come back in pieces. So <laughs> that's all up to you. Chris, <laughs> uh, I think you need to actually go up and ball and jump in on some action more. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll come with you. I tell you what, I'll come with you. I'll, I'll come with you. I'll sit no, in the basement. I'll keep Mike company. I don't want to leave him myself. <laughs> we can't leave Mike himself, you know. Well, I'll stay there and keep, dude, if you go in the well, you can go the back there, but you better have your run like a motherfucker shoes on because you're gonna, you know. <laughs> as I, as I says to you, Mike, all you need to do is outrun run the person you're with. That is right. You have to outrun the slowest person in the group. So. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys fans of the walking dead i think it was season oh, two oh, or three of the walking dead is when shane shot that guy <laughs> in the leg so the oh, zombies shit. get him to give him time enough to get away well we used to do a joke <laughs> yeah. about that which the, uh, we used to do a joke about that with our paranormal investigations we would call it doing a shane um <clears throat> and i always used to tell everybody before we went into a went into a location i go okay if shit goes sideways 
I'm going to get shoot you in the leg and we're going to get the fuck out of here. You're going to get shamed tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry. Sacrifices have to be made. My ass is too precious. <laughs> don't you worry. Oh, don't God. you worry, Mike. Me and Nicole will grab you and carry you down the hall. Oh, no, no, no. It won't be, dude, you won't even see me. I'll be gone like a damn flash. You'll just see some, some leaves and that's going to be it. Flying to the wind. Smoke as you dart. Exactly. <laughs> You you know something? If we ever if we ever do come and see you, Mike, we'll bring Chad. We'll bring Chad with us. Chad, would you like to meet Bigfoot? Is he froze? Chad looking like he should be sitting there with a Tommy gun. <laughs> or, or would you like to be that Bigfoot or the actual Bigfoot? The actual Bigfoot. Uh, I'd break the moon. The next marine, you could take it. Underhand <laughs> combat. <laughs> One hand behind my back. Yeah. nothing about the world's biggest furries out in the forest. You know, we got nothing to worry about. Uh, yeah, I keep saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that flower power will only get you so far until you're coming out of the rear end of one being digested. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to hug you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you imagine all the animal rights people? Oh my god, dude! I would, you run up to them. I would send every member oh. of PETA in my woods and go, go hug the bitch, go, go find them and hug them. They're all yours. Go have fun with them. Oh. Go braid their hair and see how that works out. Oh my god! <laughs> Curiosity, Mike. Has there been any more sightings on your property, oh. for the Bigfoot? Yeah, there has been. Um, they yeah. still they work around the edges of the property. They're not as they're about ninety five percent less aggressive now, um, mm. but we have less animals that disappear off the property. They literally, they this time though, they actually do disappear off the property. Before they would just rip the legs off the chickens and the wings off the chickens and leave them there dead as a as a warning, or do the same thing to the goats, rip their legs off and rip their heads off and leave them out there in a pile. Um, but now they just take the animals so but they don't take as many they'll take one or two a month and that's it that's that's and then the the, well we have people that work on the property too that um some of my uh, farm hands and the people who work our fields they still see shit out there but they know um to never be alone in the fields the cornfields and never be alone um near the woods they always work in pairs and they always go armed so That's, that's so the big foot can be really dangerous then. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, if I would want to run into one, I think I would probably run the opposite direction as well. If it rips your legs and your head off, <laughs> they don't play. They don't play. It's. I don't think it's as nice as is it Harry and the Hendersons. You ever seen that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's we're closer to Washington here in Idaho, where they're a little bit more laid back. But so they can be okay with humans and that. Then they can. They're not always I'll nasty. Humans, here, so. I the they're ones that the ones that are outside the mountains. Well, you have different tribes of them too, and the, I think the ones outside the mountains, depending depending on how they have interacted with the people that they're around. And mm. throughout the eons and well, the decades and the centuries, is yeah. how they're going to receive you. They're either going to completely ignore you com- or threaten you, 
or potentially kill you. Because remember, out in the United States, out here in the Midwest, there's always the the Indian stories out here in the Midwest of um, yeah. of these large, red, hairy men that would come down and mm-hmm. actually take the men, women, and children, and they would eat them. They were cannibals. So mm-hmm. I need yeah. to do a show on that. <clears throat> on it's the, actually quite interesting. It's actually quite interesting you say that. It's actually interesting you say that, eh, Mike. See that guest we had on Dakota, the professor? Yeah, Dr. Meldrum. Yeah, that's actually an hour from me where the story he was talking about. So, Were the, were the Indians, they'd be in their wigwams at night and they would see the hairy hand coming over to grab their children. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They saw us as prey. And <clears throat> I think a lot of them still see us as prey. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah. Did, I did know it that well, obviously they think Bigfoot's off, like the monkey can kind of say, the, the kind of chimp can kind he of say the things. And I didn't know that about chimps that they actually can be cannibalistic. And I did not know that. It just shows you that yeah, that, that, that professor guy was so yeah, interesting. People actually got, get into tribal wars <laughs> and the young are all usually taken as trophies, then eaten. Eaten. Yeah. And see, there's examples of that in, in larger primate behavior in both the Congo and parts of Asia, mm-hmm. um, where you'll have different groups of large gorillas or large um, primates that will raid another group, and they'll kill as many males as they can, and they'll take the children, and they'll, they'll take the babies, and they'll take them back, and they'll eat them. So there is there is natural, there is evidence of it existing in nature. Hey, Drew. Hey, Drew. Hello. Mm-hmm. No, what um, I just would like to say to everybody in the chat, please go and check out the Smith Family Paranormal channel because they're doing a giveaway tonight. I see it popped up in the corner there. Um, don't worry, I'll know enter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to win it again. Oh, look at that box. It does look lovely, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we got our, our lovely monthly giveaway type show. <laughs> <laughs> And it, I already put in there what it is. Since it's prom night tonight, yeah. we got prom 2022 is the hashtag yeah. that you use. Uh, so if you follow us on here and on Twitch, two chances. Mm. So I got to get off go, here guys. Since, uh, since the chauffeur needs to uh, get ready. Oh. Nice hot bite today. Good luck, brother. <laughs> It, it's Austin's hat. I'm trying to get it. Uh, he apparently crushed it, so I'm trying to, with my fat head, trying to get it to. Oh, I feel you. Yeah. My mother used to get me to wear her heels to break them in a little bit more for her. You, my is coming out now. Dakota used to wear high heels, ladies and gentlemen. Did you? Know I don't even could... know about your drag, drag, uh, <laughs> your RuPaul. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, there's an embarrassing story behind that. <laughs> again, I don't. Again, I don't. TMI. The short answer is uh, I got out of having to be someone's maid of honor at a wedding just because she could not find heels my size. Oh, my God. Wow. Don't hang it off. True story. I've got a vision in my head now. I kind of get it in my head. <laughs> What's really bad? I wanted to see if she could find the heels that big. <laughs> they, oh, 
UX size 18. What? Yeah. Quite sure you can find them nowadays. Oh, you can find them. There's lots of people who make yeah. custom shoes for um for drag shows, so we can get you hooked up, dude. Yeah, no. um, I've been in the size. You got pretty little ones that clean off, you know. Some nice ruby red ones. Used to wear my shoes for their clown costumes on Halloween. Okay. Uh, Linda will be starting the live at seven. I'll be following mm-hmm. after because the kids have to be at prom at seven. So I'll see oh, you guys. Oh, prom night. Oh, good oh, night. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Say hi, Tom. Yeah. There you go. That, that's something I've just learned that Dakota likes to dress as up as a woman. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You grow up it's, in a house full of nothing but women. It does damaging things to a man's psyche. Multiple women relationships, you're nuts. I bet you What's your drag name, Dakota? Women, I bet you play on all their weaknesses and make it fun. <laughs> oh my god. I honestly just don't know. You know, look, you're, you're, you're getting Mike, the naked Bigfoot, awfully excited here, Dakota. <laughs> Wait till Mike finds out about our swimsuit lines. I know. Why don't we show that, actually? It's the perfect I opportunity. i seen my socks. i seen my socks with the merch on them. They're really nice. Did you see this, Mike? Oh, Lord. Something like that. <sighs> you know. Right, let me see if it'll cooperate. And Drew's got his own merch on there, too. May I yeah. say it's lovely merch. Yeah, we're slowly Every, getting scared around there as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have Drew's paranormal vlog socks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just think of the luck it will bring them in the woods and yeah. hunting Ooh. spirits. So, yes, Bald and Bonkers now has its own Shopify store with all sorts of stuff. See, we have a Kiss Me, I'm Bonkers, got basketball jerseys, pets, hats, bikinis. Hoodies, mugs. Look, look, got... at look at that. Oh, I like the bikini. The bikini is yeah. really nice. And that shorts and t-shirt thing. It's really nice. No, we can uh, put I don't see any smugglers, though. You need to put some smugglers on. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I do like my bikinis. I do. Mm. So do I. <laughs> oh my god, don't make me laugh, Mike, because my stitch will literally burst. Oh. Yeah, Mike, I don't want to do too much with Sherry. She did just get out of the hospital. Oh. What is this? You know what? It was the worst thing me coming up on this panel because you guys did make me crack up. I knew I was not going to be able to not laugh. What is the second thing from the end? This thing here? The bandana? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? It's a hat, a beanie. Yeah, yeah. hats, all, all sorts of stuff on here. Right. Yeah. category, we have themes, and in case there's something that I may have accidentally forget to put in one of the labels, you can just look at the full catalog. See, so yeah, I already got to go in. And Yep. What's that? You're in here, too. Sherry's you know? best. That was nice. <clears throat> yeah, we got, we got some stuff for Sherry on here. We, Sherry has her own shoes. Ooh, look at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're really nice. Cute. Oh, oh. Sigils definitely got They look really cool. 
I'll, I'll eat the website. A good idea with the sigils to make them onto candles as well. Yes. That would be mm. a good idea. I need to do something that says, kiss me, I'm naked, or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your your man. Maybe Dakota Dakota can do something. You need to do something like that. Naked, Bigfoot. (laughs) You know? I'll I'll personally like the website. I honestly see the work work that Dakota's put into the website, guys. Honestly. Amazing. I mean, do you want to show it, Dakota? Actually, Mike, we have a little something for you on our website now. Oh, God. Don't worry. Trying to help you out, brother. All right, let's see. Oh, start working, you piece of puke. I'm starting to smack my own mouth, teacher. Anyway, window. Friends of the network. All right, so we added a new section to the website. Friends of the network. Mm-hmm. Goes through this nice little slideshow. Parapost, Elena, Sotovoce. We have our friend AJ's podcast on here as well. And we have Mike's Naked Bigfoot. Thank you. That looks awesome. Cool. You know, I, the, the guy who did that um, that avatar for me, I traded him some work. He wanted um, a mojo bag. And he says, I'll make you an avatar as a deal. So he made me that avatar. And I nah. use it all the time now. My That's original cool avatar one. was a was a giant Bigfoot with my face cut in on its on its um, head. So yeah, I remember seeing that one. <laughs> it looked really bad. It looked really, really bad. I, I really, really always loved that avatar that he made for me. <laughs> we we need we need to get that with some merchandise for Mike. What would you would you some swimwear for Mike? <laughs> Thongs it has to be thongs. thongs. The naked Bigfoot only uh, promotes thongs <laughs> for men. That is, I mean, women. I guess you oh, could have a thong too, but most men, most men they, the in the field man. of um, squatchery, enjoy thongs. So <laughs> it's just a fact. Every everybody involved in the, the field of squatchery wears thongs. So it's for the comfort and freedom of movement as you're running through the woods, trying not to get your ass eaten. And if you lose them in the woods, the big foot lose them as floss for their teeth. No, you won't lose them. They, 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 they hug the boys tightly and they go right up the butt crack. I mean, they let you run like a bitch to the woods. So if you have to strip off your clothes and run, you can run freely. So. Oh, my God. Oh, just Jesus. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, if you try to run in any, like, if you try to run from something in, like, briefs or regular boxers or anything like that. Yeah. Dude, you cannot get any movement. Like if, you're gonna, if you're gonna fucking run, you need to wear a thong because you got free movement then. Your ass can run oh and your, sh- and your oh shit doesn't go back all over the place either and get hurt. Question. What type of sh- footwear do you wear, Mike? I I prefer um, Crocs. Mm. Crocs are good. Crocs. Yeah, I Crocs are good. What a Croc. Crocs, you can get a lot of traction with. So, and if you need to take them off and throw them at something, you can do that too before you haul ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect for, you know, wearing a thong and Crocs is perfect for any paranormal investigator out there. Just to let everybody know. That should be be standard gear is Crocs and thongs, you know, and a big Hawaiian flappy shirt. 
Because you can take it off and throw it at something. I got my engine in my head. I got to get my vent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Trust me, there's like, lots of Polaroids of me running like a bitch from something. Of me wearing a a Hawaiian shirt with a thong and Crocs oh. on. So. <laughs> oh, no, no, be yet, too. There are Polaroids of that. Me running for my life. You should, so. Oh, Mike, you should actually bring out your own photo book. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Postcard from the Appalachian Mountain. I, why not? Oh, yeah. Why there's, not? <clears throat> there's numerous pics of me running from the goat man dressed like that. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. And there's also there's a couple of me punching out the supposed haunt clown, too. Ooh, that's what <laughs> I don't like. Clowns don't go together very well. Mm. No. I hate clowns. No, Evil I clowns. Are, you know, I actually, um, I actually took time before I became... Um, more or less a homebody. Back in the day, if everybody remembers when, when evil clowns appearing in people's yards and in the woods, fucking with kids and stuff, um, we actually had some kids come out to the farm. That we have cameras at at the gates of the farm, so we can see who comes and goes up there. And it was actually some of the local kids who came there to fuck with us. And mm. there's a, there's a we had. Um, paintball guns filled with pepper balls, the um, stuff they oh, use God. in riots and stuff. <laughs> and we waited until the clowns came halfway down the driveway because they wanted to film it to do a YouTube video with it mm. of them acting like jackasses in our yard because, you know, the naked Bigfoot <laughs> farm is the scary place. So they came down dressed up as clowns to get some to get some video. We sat on the roof and we lit them up. <laughs> we put about oh, we hit them with about 300 uh, pepper balls, and they were running and cussing all the way back up oh. the road. <laughs> it was so much fun. Never oh to the top. <laughs> we also, we still get the occasional uh, Randonautica person that appears on the oh, property. Wow. Right. Oh, Randonautica. I the told the last subject. one. What do you think that is? That Randonautica thing is property. a... <clears throat> it's a tool to get people shot or killed. <laughs> yeah. That's what the fuck it is. It's a tool to get yeah. you eaten by something too. I tried because that. last time we had the local um, state troopers come <clears throat> out to collect the last uh, randonautica trespassers off the property, um, and I decided I said, "Can I have a talk with them before they you take them off the property?" They said, "Sure." I went up there and I decided to tell them whose woods they were in. I said, these are not my woods. My woods have some weird shit in it. I did this to keep you dumb fucks from getting eaten mm-hmm. or getting put on the back of a milk cart. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to mm-hmm. be the one that's going to be hurting you, okay? You fucked up. And now make sure you share that with everybody out there on YouTube land and ran an Annika land. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I tried our, property, our property keeps coming up on fucking random Annika. I'm sick of it. What the yeah, fuck? I, I mean, why do these coordinates go up on these platforms? Wonder why? I don't know. I don't get. I don't get what generates it. Yeah. Uh, if they've got some kind of weird, otherworldly, you know, fucking probability generator that comes up with the properties. But I think yeah, I I think it's using like GPS. I think it's using people. I think it must be some type of GPS or something that pre. It's like um, on the map, 
it was, it was, I tried it just to see what would happen, and it turned me to the BP petrol station. And the only shocking thing that I seen was the price of gas. <laughs> 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 you know I mean? heart attack. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a load of rubbish. That Randy Norrick has a lot of rubbish, right? We'll need to well, try. Just to, just to debunk it, we'll need to try it in the yeah. car. Yeah. Well, it keeps sending those cock knockers to my property, and I wish they'd stop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I see in Scotland you can roam where you want, you can go anywhere you want. It doesn't matter if you own the land, they can't you can't stop anything. Ah, you can no. right to roam. Yeah, right to roam here. You can't it's it's in Scottish law. I no. can basically walk through the nearest there's a lord stays in a big just up the road from me. There's a big ginormous castle house and the guy's called Lord Hume. And he stays there, and he owns like thousands and thousands of acres. I could march march right through his land, and he could not do. It. See if he tried to stop me. See if he put his hands on me. The police would actually arrest him. Oh bullshit! No. <laughs> as long as he's not loitering in the area, you know. No, keep walking. Let me tell you something about jolly old America. <laughs> we had a very strict <laughs> trespassing yeah. and, and land owning laws here. If you own the yeah. land and you don't want somebody on it, and if you come on the land, you've officially forfeited your right to life. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, honey, another yeah. trespasser. Is <laughs> <laughs> it not that in England as well for certain yeah. places? Yeah, England, that's like right, Shane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what these people are genuinely <clears throat> need to help, you know? I, I don't know. I, I well, we had people that would steal spring water off our property, too, because we would have a number of little small <laughs> springs on the property. People would come and collect the water from for whatever fucked up reason. Um, yeah. Until I posted a sign saying that I pissed in that spring every morning. <laughs> And then suddenly, I stopped seeing. I stopped seeing. I stopped seeing footprints leading down to the springs. So, <laughs> oh my, that's oh well. We about to see spring water. It's actually quite good for you. So oh, it ain't good for you if it's got naked bigfoot. <laughs> you should bottle it, Mike. You should bottle it, it dude. It's not Mountain Dew. <laughs> you don't oh, do the dude. You come on the property. Oh my god. So Drew, how about you? How's your how's your YouTube channel? You're nearly a thousand subscribers, Drew. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm at nine hundred and eight, I think I am right now. Oh, yeah, I'm we need we, Right, that's that. We need to find Drew. Everybody, we need to subscribe to Drew. Everybody needs yeah. to subscribe. We need to find your channel. Um, you know, let's get you to a thousand. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, Drew has a really awesome channel. She needs to hit a thousand by the end of this upcoming week. That's the yeah. challenge. Oh, oh, I'd love to. Mm-hmm. I would need to get my watch hours up as well, though. So it'll come when it comes. I'm just enjoying with all these awesome people. So if you have not, if you have not viewed and or joined Drew's web, <laughs> I can't talk. Fuck. Subscribe to Drew's <laughs> to to Drew's channel. Then you are a butt sniffer. And that's yeah. me being polite. You need to subscribe to it, so and not be a not be a butt sniffer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make a prediction. You're at a thousand by next week. Wow, that's, that's a good prediction. <laughs> well, if you're not, 
No, I'm going. I'm. I'm going to take it out soon. Ghost hunting stuff like that. Okay. We'll get you we'll there. We'll get. We'll get, get you there. We'll get you there. Yeah. But yeah. Well, well. I mean, yeah. It'd be quite good. I would like to go to Stirling Castle. I've not been there yeah. for a long time. Oh. Stirling Castle is nice. Mm-hmm. Wallace Monument. I've been to the Wallace Monument. And I've been up. To the, you would like that, Mike. The Wallace Monument. You know. William Wallace, you ever seen Braveheart, Mike? Come on, everyone yes. here has seen Braveheart. Oh, I have dressed up as um as what's his face in Braveheart before. William Wallace, yeah, face paint. Face Mel paint. Gibson. Yeah, I was wearing a, a patriotic flat uh, thong at the time, and um a leather bandolier, and I had my oh face my painted God. blue. It was pretty cool. Do you have any photos of that, Mike? I'm pretty sure they are. I'm sure. Mike, the the I was very young. Okay. I think that's. I think that's amazing for an American doing that for a fellow Scottish people for me and Drew, Scottish people. You know. Oh no! I did Proudly, it for money. Like. <laughs> Even better. I did it for money. Did bad. I did it for money. <laughs> I'm not that I'm yeah, not that you. noble, dude. My 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 motives are not that pure. Trust me. Oh, my thinking, darling. I do anything for gas money back in the day. Anything? Anything? Do anything? If I could get away with some of the stories of the shit that I pulled off, especially in Mississippi, because Mississippi, you can do all kinds of shit in Mississippi. So. Oh yeah. And I was trying mm. to get to Louisiana or trying to get it back up to Kentucky. I mean, <sighs> but you good to remember in the United States, you could probably fill up your car for about twelve dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, you but it's here you would need to take out a loan. We're just expensive. Oh, we're paying nearly. I'm paying one pound seventy a liter. Do the math on that on a gallon. What's that in real money? We get one for the money. I'm messing with think, you, dude. I'm sorry. I think it's what one, two, three, four. What is it? About four, five. I think it's about. I think it's about is it twelve dollars a gallon or thirteen dollars oh, a gallon. Or son of a bitch. Something like no. that. No. Ah. You see, Chris, a lot of the stuff that we use use diesel. A lot of our equipment uses diesel fuel. Yeah. And um, I can't even begin to tell you the price of diesel right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So when when I go to the gas station, I hold up the pipe and I shake it. I try and get every single drop. Looking <laughs> <laughs> in the spout. Because you're paying for it, man. You got to get it. Get it yeah. all out. Yeah. See, a lot of people don't know. See, when you fill your car up, see how the pipe goes down and then back up. Mm-hmm. You pay to fill that up, so you're actually not yeah, getting the amount sure. that you're getting. Mm. Unless it's pressurized, it's else, it's pressurized. I mean, just get it out of there. But then again, you're getting that last person's tube of yeah. gas. Roundabouts, isn't it? See, see the the Tesco's petrol station near you, Drew. Did you know that there's a pump there? In particular, this pump is famous because people will put like a hundred pounds worth of fuel in, and it will only charge them two pounds. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I'll need to tell my mum yeah. and dad about that. <laughs> yeah, I've I've went a few times trying to get it, but it never works for me. I was works for somebody else. Probably... Yeah, 
I need to be a part of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. from Scotland. Wait. <laughs> well, with the way everything's gone in the world, you know, you'll soon need to get the horses back out. Again. No, no I know people that can hook me up with a good draft horse that could probably haul my ass. There you no. go, mate. You can get yourself a nice horse. You could ride across the plains, you know. Dude, dude, you don't understand my relationship with horses. I do not. Yeah. Me and horses don't fucking quit sneaking up behind them like that. I mean, horses are the devil. They will go and they'll say, oh, yeah. Any kind of. a horse right in the nose because it was charging right evil. I get Dude, fucking horses me. bite you, they kick you, they step on you. Mm-hmm. A horse will like crack them. you up. I've seen I feed them. I feed them sugar cubes, right? I buy like sugar cubes and I'll feed them Dude, sugar cubes. I got told out. to give them an apple one time to make friends with a damn pony. It inhaled my arm. It tried to chew my fucking arm. <laughs> yeah, I, hate that. <laughs> I hate any kind of equine. What about donkeys? These like donkeys. Do you know how donkeys are like cute? Donkeys yeah, taste good on rye bread. I mean, never got problem with a donkey. I get kicked once. I get kicked once by a horse, and it was the sorest thing I've all ever experienced in my entire life. Yeah. Dude, I was ten at the time. I was ten at the time when it happened. I was sledging in the winter time. And the sledge went right up to the back of the, the horse and I stood up and it kicked me. <laughs> no damn wonder. But no. Anything uh, above I, your knees, I think, you could just leave alone. Dude, I was on the back of a camel. <laughs> it kicked me off. A camel? It stepped on me. A camel. It spit on me. It did, I mean, the camel tried to fucking oh, kill me. We had I had a camel. camel once. I hate camels. <laughs> Where, where were you to ride a camel? Where, where were you in Egypt? Oh, no. Um, I have a friend in, in North Carolina who has a, a menagerie of strange and exotic animals. Hmm. And I used to like going down and visit to see what he used to raise um, different types of skunks as pets. He sold skunks as pets, and they actually act like cats. A pet skunk is like a cat. Hmm. Um, and he had a camel, and the camel loved everybody but me. And, um, Oh God! If I'd got my hands on a baseball bat that day, I would have had—I uh, would have had camel burgers for dinner. It was just horrible, absolutely it's, horrible. It's, and the asshole videotaped me on the back of it, screaming. And I started falling off the back of it, and the camel grabbed me by my leg and snatched me the rest of the way off. <laughs> Fucking camel. I have noticed. I have noticed. I see a lot of these kind of famous like ghost hunters and stuff like that. They do have unusual animals. See that as a lane mm-hmm. one. She kept is it chickens or something like that. She the thing was it. What was it? She kept in her, house? Think in her house. Roosters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kept roosters. Yeah. I mean, how mad can you possibly be to keep roosters in your house? Yeah, that is <laughs> crazy. Yeah, right. right. I'm something sorry. Like roosters or chickens or something. You're right. Yeah. You can and see I the can't... point. Fattening it up and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Siamese cat in the house, and that's bad enough. She's nuts. Yeah. She loves me, but destroys everybody else that comes in. So Dakota's, Dakota's got a thing for cats, and Dakota's got loads of cats. I only have two, but I was just gonna say, there's a 
stray that's been showing up at my house lately. I've been wanting to get closer. Okay, friendly as ever. But she has six toes. <laughs> has it ever spoke to you and asked you if you would like to live deliciously? Please, somebody get that reference. Please get that movie reference. Somebody get that movie reference. Yeah, again? Uh. <laughs> I said, has the cat ever looked at you and spoke to you and asked you, have you would you like to live deliciously? Oh, oh well, that's that- fair movie. <laughs> It is. It's from one of my favorite movies. So. The Witch. Is it, oh. che- is it the one with the Cheshire Cat? Is that a Cheshire oh, Cat? No. It was um, The Witch. It's where the um, the the black goat at the very end asks the little girl, would she like to live life deliciously? And then oh, uh, right, it, right. And it turned in, and it manifested into the devil. So right. and she decided to become a witch at that point forward. So. And the goat asks, "Would you like to live deliciously? Live, live deliciously." And I, I love using that line. It's the best line ever. <laughs> oh. That's something. That's something I've always wondered. Right, the devil. Right, has has MD ever? Right, I kind of got to sound stupid. Has MD ever went to a crossroads? Is it three a.m. to meet the devil? Has any's ever? Is that? Has any's ever tried that to see what would happen? No, I tried to explain it to him. As witches, we go to crossroads, leave orphans, and turn our back. Yeah. And leave the orphans. Yeah, you go to crossroads to do that, and also like uh, to pick up like grave dirt and stuff. If you're using it in spells now, I can't say I've ever stood there waiting for the devil to turn up. You don't. You don't look back. You leave your orphan no. and you walk away. Yeah. You don't look back. No. So who knows what takes it? Could have been behind us, but we wouldn't have seen him. You Maybe. see, I know a lot of rituals that um, revolve around yeah. crossroads, mm-hmm. uh, right. but summoning, summoning some really terrible things, and a number that use pieces of gravestones um, and using gravestones as altars uh, right. to make contact with some <clears throat> pretty awful things out there. Yeah, you've got to be careful. It's all to do with your intent and the energy you're using to use these things and leave these offers at these places. It's all to do with what you feel at the mo- in the moment. If you want to leave an offer for, say, the devil, and you've got that intent yeah. as you leave it, then probably that's who'll get it. <laughs> Just don't see, look I've back. Always, <laughs> see, I've always found it really interesting about you see you get all these kind of famous people that are like, Oh, I sold my soul to the devil. Right. But what did they actually do? Did they actually sell their soul to an entity? Saying it, it can sell your soul, just saying it. it I've always on. wondered. You know? You've got to be very careful what you say. I'm not going to say too much because you all know how I feel about the devil and angels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't go too far. Watch my video about devils and angels. You've got to yes. watch. I will get, start- I will get yep. started again. We'll be here for another. Yeah. Just it's very interesting. It's a good theory. It really is a good I was on somebody else's site and somebody in the chat room got started with me about about guardian angels. And um, yeah. it went on for almost two hours, and I just went batshit yeah. nuts. And it's still one of my favorite things to go back and watch because, to this day, she won't message me. She won't show up anything that I'm in. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> because I have blasphemed her. Right. Huh. It's 
definitely need to watch it, guys. Watch all Mike's channel, of course, but definitely watch the one with the 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 the, the angels and the demons because it's very interesting theory and it's it's probably true. I've I've got my I've got my theory on angels and demons and stuff like that. To be purely honest with you, I don't think and I don't want anybody coming after me after this. I don't think that <laughs> they exist, to be purely honest. <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's, it's the afterlife, right? It's the afterlife, right? Let's just take the afterlife, right? I think you go somewhere, but I don't think it's it's what the Bible makes it as because I think that was just created just to like control man. That's my theory in that. But yeah. it's, none of yours, maybe it may be, it may be totally different. But I believe there's an afterlife, but I believe that a lot of the stuff that you've been teaching is a load of absolute rubbish. That's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. What you see on TV and that, like when they put like like that, they're like angels, they're like <clears throat> human looking and stuff like that. Like they're cre- they're creatures. They're, they're, yeah. they're different. They're not they're not human. Like they might have like the tendencies and might look similar, but you can tell they're not human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've met Good many things that pretended to be an angel or pretended to be a demon yeah. to yeah. try to frighten me or impress me, but it didn't take <clears> very long for me to figure out that they weren't what they were pretending to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uncle Danny's always told us spirits lie, just remember that that spirits tell yeah. lies so faster than a cat can look its ass. Yeah, yeah. You've got to always have that in the back of your mind that most spirits tell lies. <clears throat> yeah. I believe in angels, don't get me wrong, I work oh, yeah. Yeah. Do. I do believe in them yeah. and that, but they're not yeah. what people portray them out to be. Yeah. I, I so just a lot of work to work with them as well. I just know that the earth is these entities, whatever they are and wherever they're from, were here before the earth was made, before man existed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So, obviously, and you think about it, today, aliens and other worlds and stuff like that, they must have their own concept to the afterlife, to what happens. Because you think about it, right? Say I was on Alpha Centauri, right? I was some type of alien. I would have my own opinion on what the afterlife is. You just yeah. wouldn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. You see oh, what I'm yeah. saying? The universe is meant to be full of billions of living species. So it makes you wonder. I just, it's a, it's an amazing subject that you could Everybody's dive Everybody's perception on things are different, aren't they? If you think about it, like you could get like three or four hundred people that, you know, just say ten people, and you could ask them all about the same sort of things to do with angels, devils, and, what, and they're all demons, and they'll all say different things, how they look different, how they act mm-hmm. different, and it's all to the person's imagination and how they see them. You know, what they've been told yeah. growing up and things is you've got to be very careful who you learn from because their opinion always makes you form your own opinion. So, and you see exactly, Drew. And I'm gonna ask Drew and Sherry this too. Now, what do you guys think about this current trend in and um, paranormal? I'm gonna say it loosely paranormal investigators. Um, labeling everything as demonic or dark energy. That's been a trend for the last five years where everything that they encounter is a dark energy or it's mm-hmm. demonic. What do y'all think about that? I've always said that to try to push out like all spirits are different. You can't 
like like you do get it a lot on YouTube. I've seen it where they go, "Oh my God, I've just been touched, I've been scratched." It's it's, it's a devil. It's a, it's a demon, and it's not nine times out of ten. It's a human spirit that's reaching out to you. It's pissed off. It's upset or something going on. You know, it's not normal. It's very rare to come across demonic spirit. Okay, and it would be for a good reason if you did. And um, my opinion is, is don't make an abstention on what something is until you actually know what it is. You know, so don't ever keep going in there thinking, oh, my God, it's negative, it's evil, it's bad, it's this, it's that. Be open-minded because, you know, normal spirits can act neg negative yeah. as well. Just, I've just always yeah, seen a demon that's not going to The minute you're there with a camera and things, a demon is not going to perform for YouTube. No, it's not. Most no, it's of the not. time it's going to be a twisted spirit who's trying to scare you out of the place or scare you into thinking that he is a demon or it is a demon just for their own entertainment. But 99.9% of the time, it's probably just a twisted spirit. They say they've been there too long in this life and they've turned twisted and they need help to cross over or they're just pure twisted and won't cross over and that's just that. You're good to remember. In their life as well, if they've done stuff bad as well, that can make them twisted. That yeah. can hold on them. Well, I don't know places if they've where there's been murders and things. A lot of the places no. where there's been mass murders and things, and I would say that's getting more possibility of a portal being there that a demon could yeah. pop in and out of. But as for demons being in locations, like people will say, Oh, this house is haunted by a demon. Very rarely it'll be haunted yeah. by a demon twenty-four hours a day. There's probably mm -hmm. a portal there, if anything, that it's yeah. popping in and out of. There might be one in a house. Like, obviously, I've yeah. had a situation where there was one in a house, but that was yeah. due to stupid behavior and things that people were doing that shouldn't have been. Yeah. And I had to remove them, but it's very, it is very rare. It's a norm nine times out of ten. If a demon is in your house and doing stuff to you, it's because somebody summoned it or done something stupid to make it be there, you know, because it's not just going to turn up. Or it's it could be a type of predatory entity as well. It may not have anything great. to do with something. You've got elementals. Like, I'd work with elementals, you know, so I, I've got no problem with elementals, but you've got elementals that are not very nice. And, you know, you've got so mm -hmm. many different energies that it could be, you know, anything. And a lot of them can come across as being demonic mm -hmm. or negative, and they're not. They're just another source of um, energy. That's but you've got, to remember, you've got to remember, Tay, a lot of the stuff you see in TV, you know, it sells fierce sales, right? Yes. I mean, exactly. let's, let's say a ghost mm -hmm. hunting group will go to this location and they'll find this ghost, this spirit that's a really nice spirit and he's really happy and he doesn't do nothing to you, but there is a spirit there. That's not going to sell. But if he goes, mm -hmm. oh, there's a demon in this house. Oh, and the whole family's terrorised and there's things mm -hmm. floating about and stuff. Everybody's going to buy a copy. Everybody's going to watch it. Yeah, get what I mean? They're going to make money through it. As you that say, there sells. is no elements. Yeah, it does, but it also makes investigators and that look bad. Like, look bad, oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because you, you're going to constantly have people thinking that everything that's in the house is demonic because that's what yeah. they show on TV and that, and it, that is not how it is. Most of the time, if there's bad activity yeah. in a location, especially if it's a home, it's because the spirit is frustrated that it's been ignored yeah. for so long or it's been stuck in that place for so long that it is now at the point where it's making itself really be known to get the help. Yeah, it's reaching out. Yeah. So that, well, I would say that's about 99% of what is really Most wrong. of the house hauntings are normal spirit, yeah. 
Yeah. Just yeah. frustrated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's face it, everybody. I mean, like, one day we're going to die, right? We kind of live forever. Now, mm-hmm. it's you, as a, you as a spirit, you see you're in this situation. You're a ghost. You're a spirit, right? You're floating about. You're doing your thing. And you see a, grump, a group of ghost hunters. Would you have some fun with them? Because I know I would. Of course you would. Well, <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, of course. You yeah. have no idea. Yeah. yeah, exactly. God help the people at Meat Mike. <laughs> Dude, it's already in my will. Yeah. I'm having some of my ashes shipped to Zach Megan's because I'm going to haunt the fuck out of him. <laughs> I'll give him a demon. I'll give him demons oh. shooting out of his ass every night. <laughs> the truth is that all spirits, ghosts, whatever, they're all energy, yeah. So all energy is very powerful and all energy is capable of doing anything that it wants to do. It can make itself look different, it can make its act self acting in a good way, in a bad way. You know, it don't matter if you're demonic or if you're a normal spirit. A, a normal spirit can be just as dangerous as a demonic, okay? It depending on what's wrong with them and, and things like that. It's all about their intentions just as what we've got intentions, you know. Mm-hmm. If you pay them off and you upset them, they're going to attack you. If you come in their home mm-hmm. and disrespect them and treat them with disrespect, they're going to treat you with disrespect, aren't they? Yeah. It's just how it is. And you know, sometimes they just want attention too. Yeah. That's all, because yeah, nobody's paying any attention to them. Yeah, and they'll yeah. do batshit crazy stuff to get your attention. Yeah, but a lot of these investigators, they go in there, don't go in there to help them, do they? They just want to get evidence and try to make themselves look cool. A lot of them don't want to help these spirits. No. Yeah. That's, right. that's horrible. That's I don't the like it. Ghost hunters and paranormal investigators yeah. have been trying to push out there for a couple of yeah. months. Is it paranormal investigators want to help the spirit get to the bottom of why they're there and help them? Ghost hunters just want to go there and annoy the spirits and get as much crazy evidence as they can. They just want to get famous. They want to try and be cool, but... Right. Is that in your opinions? I mean, you think about it, right? You're a ghost in a house. This is what I don't like about ghost investigations, and there's a lot of it on TV, and I do not like it, is they'll go to a location, and the first thing is the day, they don't introduce themselves, they just burst into the room, and they start shouting and swearing yeah. and threatening it and telling that you're going... If you were a ghost, right, let's make, you're a ghost, you're in this mansion, right, and you're just doing your normal thing, there's some other ghosts there, I'm a ghost today, like, say, 100 years from now, we're all ghosts, we're all hanging about together in this location, right? Just doing our normal stuff, we're happy. And all of a sudden, somebody bursts in through the door and starts shouting and calling you names and saying that you're a demon and that. You're going to get pissed off. You're going to react. You're going to yeah. get pissed. Yeah, of course you're yeah, going to get pissed. You're, sure. you're going to put you down in my house, kind of thing. what I mean? That's why I think it's important that the minute you step onto the property, not even through the threshold if it's a house, the minute you step onto the property, you, you introduce yourself, and you say the intent to why you're there, and you speak to the actual spirits, like spirits of this yeah. cemetery. My name is Andrina. I'm here to communicate with you. I'm here to see if I can help you. You know, you mm. don't just walk in there and start just yeah. saying, right, if there's a spirit here, move that, do this, do that. You've got to show them what you intend. And they feel it. They can feel it through you the yeah, minute you walk in there. You know? They can see it as well. They can see it before you even get in there. That's why a lot of yeah. these investigators get a lot of bad reaction because they can already pick up on the energy of that person already and it, it, that person's intentions. Like with me, I won't go into any building or any property until I get... What I do is I'll take offerings like Sister Drew said and oranges and things like that. 
I will physically go to the to the ground, put my hand to the ground and ask for permission to go into that place. Yeah. Then I say I'm here to talk to you, to communicate. I bring love and peace. I do not mean you any harm. I do not want to yeah. upset you. I just want to communicate with you. I want to help you. Um, if you need help and you want to go over, I can help you do that. I've got the equipment here. You know, I, I talk to them like human beings because that's how yeah. I look at yes. them. They are human beings that are just in the spirit world, okay? And they deserve respect. Yeah. So, some of them haven't yeah. heard their voice for years. Some well, of them haven't heard their voice either. And I always say to them, "When was the last time you heard your voice? Would you like to speak through the spirit box?" And yeah. It's amazing because I bet a lot of them have never heard their voice even come through. Yeah, anything. It's it's actually a question I've actually wanted to ask Mike. Mike, on your voyage of discovery, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you ever come? Have you ever come across like spirits of animals? I had things pretending to be animals. Right. Um, what were they? I, that would manifest and would appear to be animals, but I've never and never encountered a true spirit of an animal. Um, right. Now, I've seen spirit foxes, I've seen spirit deer, but they weren't. <clears throat> the essence of a deer or a fox that was the okay. form they assumed at the time um i've seen uh when i was dealing uh with a fetch well a bunch of fetches back in the day yeah they assumed the form of these shadowy they would appear as shadows on the wall as cats as as cats when they would walk across the floor you wouldn't see them but they cast a shadow on the wall that looked like a cat shadow mm-hmm. um, but a fetch that was something completely different that was something completely different yeah. um, i have again never seen a true spirit mm-hmm. of an animal um i've seen i've seen the the life essence leave an animal as it died on more than one occasion on many really? occasions actually what does but that I, never look? What does... It, I never saw it come back and manifest itself what is what does that look like you could also air an animal spirit leaving its body. As everyone may know, may or may not know, I am a voodoo priest. I am a hogan. And when we are preparing a a ritual of writing with a nail, um, if we want one to manifest within us to speak to the faithful or speak to the person that's petitioning them, the the ritual involves, um, it's like creating a door and you have to yeah. unlock it and have them come out. Um, but it takes a, a predatory act to release. Mm. It releases an energy. Predatory acts release energy that's used as a key to unlock the door and to appease the lower. Mm. When it would be a chicken, <clears throat> whether it be a goat, and there was a horse one time too, which probably explains a whole lot with me dealing with horses. When I had to sacrifice a horse. Um, when you do that and you plunge the knife and it or take its head off, uh, what I see leaving the animal at the time looks like it's like a silent firecracker. Firecracker. Right. It's a, a small burst of light, and then it's followed by it looks like. Uh, heat shimmer over an old over a highway um 
right. in the middle of the day with the sun on it, the heat shimmer. And that's the, the essence of that animal leaving its body is that heat shimmer. And then it fades where it, and then it goes where it needs to go. So here's an actually interesting obviously humans we go to the afterlife, right? Do animals, in your opinion, Mike, where do animals go? Do they have their own form of afterlife or are they just born again? They're born again according to my faith right. and to what I believe. Right. They are they're then a perpetual cycle of being born again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, there's no sense of nirvana for an animal. Um, it's always their their energy is always recycled back into the same form in which they held originally. Mm-hmm. And, but they may have a different destiny when they come back. Instead of um, providing food for someone, they may live a very yeah. long life and have many progeny. Uh, it all depends on that yeah. wheel that they're on at the time. And as far as I know, animals can't break that wheel at all like humans can. We can break the wheel and not have to come back. Um, But it's a choice we can make, but it's not a choice that animals are allowed to make. Because I've always always found that very interesting, especially with people's pets, like cats and dogs. Because everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to see my dog again when it's my time and I cross and I go to the Rainbow Bridge and stuff like that. But, I think you'll see it, but I don't think it's going to be your actual pet that you'll see. You're going to see a manifestation of that animal that is there yeah. to comfort you in, in whatever afterlife you perhaps believe in. So, yeah. I just it all goes to back to what I said yesterday on Drew's um, show, really. It's about the energy. Most of the energy will go back to being that animal again, and there's always a little bit that's left up there. Like, you know, for somebody to see for a comfort, not necessarily a communication or be with each other all the time, but it's a comfort. It's something you can see when you, you need that comfort. It's mm-hmm. there, it, you know. It, yeah. I, I think... When you go share this, sorry? And it's the same with humans. Yeah. Because I've, I've always wondered that, because you think about it, right? Like, take my grandmother, for instance. She died maybe about 13, 14 years ago, Right. So when I get to my 90s, hopefully I'll get to my 90s, (laughs) Um, I'll die and I'll go to heaven or the afterlife. I just believe there's an afterlife, right? And Mm -hmm. I want to see her again. But will she be there? Because she might be choose to come back. You see what I'm trying to say? They they always come for you. Even if they yeah. do come back as somebody else, there's always a part of that energy that is left up there, yeah. a part of her left up there. So there will always be somebody right. waiting connection. for you. Right. Because she was one of the people that you connected to the most in yeah. life, you know, the, these people tend to come back for you. What is yeah. my belief? Mm-hmm. Like your grandmother, who you had the best connection with, or that auntie you had the best connection with. Usually I find we're talking to different people. There's maybe even had reincarnated, like out of body experiences and things. That's mm-hmm. the people that they see is because that's the person that you made that connection with when you they were yeah. alive. So the chances are that's who'll come for you when you die because you trust them. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that, Mike? I'm a little different. Um, yeah. And whatever afterlife you go into, you're going to see what you expect to see when you go into that life, mm-hmm. into that next time. Right. Part of your existence. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to see what you want to see. Yeah. 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 It's going to meet your expectations. Let's put it that Mm -hmm. way. 
Yeah. Yeah. They try to explain heaven, don't they? They try to explain heaven and. To be honest, heaven is what you make heaven. Heaven is your own heaven. Like when you go up there, it's how you would do it, how you would see it, the people you love that would be there, your animals that would be. It's what you would persuade and see as, you know. Everybody sees heaven in a different way, just as they do mm. hell. So yeah. it's a bit of everything. Everybody's got it's, it's a paradise. Yeah, it's a place yeah. that is in here. Even though because it's out I there. I said to my dad, yeah. for all my dad doesn't believe in coming, he can come back as a spirit if you like. I said to him, when you, if you passed before me, I would like you to come back and visit me to prove yeah. me. And then I thought, after it, I thought, yeah. that's actually pretty selfish of me to say that because if my dad doesn't believe that, then that's quite selfish of me wanting him to come back just for me when. Really, he should be when he passes over going to where he wants to go. Do you know? So, well, I'm going so to guarantee you all something here. If I die before you all, I'm definitely coming back to haunt you all. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I would like that. Thank oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> well, thank you for I am only going to. I'm going to manifest as fart sounds and fart smells. So if you hear a. If you hear a disembodied fart or you smell a, a rotten egg fart, that means I'm in the room with you. So, okay, and it's not a oh demon; it's just God. me. No, <laughs> the only demon is what comes out of my ghostly posterior. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't know what would be worse: seeing Mike coming towards me in a haze as I lie in my bed at night, or a demon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Fart once for yes, and fart twice for no. <laughs> What happens if you did it three times? Oh, no. If I did it three times, that means you need to run. <laughs> Get out the room quick. Oh, there's Dakota. Know. Dakota, what are you doing there, Dakota? Because you're all silent. You've got your headphones on. It seems like, to me, it seems like he's picking up on something. Yes, he's picking on something. Making more merch. There's no Can sound. Can you, Dakota? No sound. There's something talking in amongst us again. Yeah, there's something been coming through since he hit the hour mark. Right. Yeah. There's some energy over here. I thought I heard the girl laughing. Giggle. To be honest with you. So, there was a girl <laughs> laughing at Mike. Something called me by name. Told you, Chris, to shut up. <laughs> oh, I don't like I'm, I'm being I'm being legitimate. With shut what your dirty mouth. <laughs> at least it wasn't us at all to shut up. No, very sorry, spirit person over there. He's the quietest in the world. He gets told to shut up. Most entities and spirits, when they see me come and go, oh, here comes the unholy butthole now, everyone. <laughs> uh, I can clean a house fairly quickly. Um. <laughs> Oh my god, I've got a vision oh, of you. Oh god, I, I don't know what it is, man. It's, I don't uh, know what's uh, worse, visioning Dakota and the women's clothing. <laughs> I <laughs> think that would be an awesome investigation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, let's just say I went full Mrs. Doubtfire during that incident. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, Do you man. need to be a drag ghost then, dude? You need to come back oh, as a drag oh, ghost. 
My name is Mrs. Doubtfire, you know. Here's the thing. <laughs> Me and Drag, I, uh, I look just like my sister, so. Wow. Oh, oh, I look lovely oh. in women's clothes. I've never got a problem with a boyfriend. Just you dress up as them and then you go visit one. <laughs> well, here, the, the problem is with that, I'm six foot seven. None of my other siblings are even close to my height, oh, so it would be a dead giveaway. Yeah. That would be a bit much then, isn't it? Have you played that game, Resident Evil Village? I have not. And, uh, okay, you need to look that up because they got it for me to entertain me in the house, and I actually love playing it. It scares the shit out of me. The game does, but it's a lot of fun to play. There is a tall woman in that called Lady. Yeah, Dem- Lady Demetrius. I never played it. I've heard of it. <laughs> okay, dude. Just to let you know, you need to, you definitely need to watch video on Lady Demetrius, and that needs to be your drag. Okay, you need to do Lady Demetrius. <laughs> she's, she's a she's both a hot and badass bitch. So. I was about to say she's supposed to be over like nine feet tall, isn't she? She is. Oh yeah, and she will fuck you up really fast. Do you play it on your Xbox or do you play it on your PlayStation, Mike? PlayStation. Oh, it's on Xbox too. That's when yeah, it's on Xbox, but I pretend Xbox doesn't exist. Bless for me. Bless for me. I'm a PlayStation guy. <laughs> You're either green or blue. PlayStation. But look it up. Lady Dimitrescu is absolutely amazing. I've heard of the game. I've seen the clips, but I've I never it. played it myself. I know the big storm to do. That's the most absolutely <laughs> terrifying whole in all the gameplay. Trying to get out of that castle with that big bitch mm-hmm. after you is probably the best. Because <laughs> like, the fingernails turn into things and she chases after you trying to... Oh, she she does. She'll fuck you. On your ass. Oh, she'll, yeah. she'll fuck you up really fast. Hi, sis. And see, she can <laughs> open up the doors behind you, too, so you can't get away. So. They're all talking about games. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but you're talking about drag. Yeah, that's just oh, oh, she's like, she's a... Up, um... I don't do computer games. So well, I think we should all do computer games. Time Lady Dimitrescu is the best. I did like the Resident Evil for the PlayStation when it first came out way back in the 90s. I did like the first Resident Evil. See, I started playing it back then too. And, um, yeah, I like them. I, I love the whole series. The only games I really know Sonic. Oh, wow. I love, <laughs> like, I love like, Sonic. Games, like Sonic games, yeah, you know, like, they're cool, games. but. I get I'm high a... as a kite and play Sonic. That's what's <laughs> Sonic is meant to play. Because of the music and shit, that's why you have to play Sonic High. Because yeah, the music yeah. and all the little rings and all the noises yeah. will freak you the fuck out halfway through it. So it's oh, a lot of fun. Kills is cute. Cute little fox. I think GTA yeah, 5 is pretty good. He's trying to get your motor no, running defense uh, people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Then the street fighters as well. That other one, weren't there? That street fighters one where they fight in the street and stuff like that. Yeah, that old school thing. See, my son will play Mortal Kombat with me because I call him a cheating fucker every time I lose. Bad loser. Put the monopoly over there. Curiosity, Dakota, do you know have any news you want to tell before the end of the show? Before we get deemed up aliens? Well, you know, you know, Chris, I don't know if anybody's paid attention, but we have jumped ahead at least a week when we started talking about future guests. So yeah. it almost feels like 
people might start questioning whether or not we actually have somebody for the 14th, you know? I've been on a moral dilemma. Should yeah, we I reveal mean, who that is? I think we should reveal who it is. Say it, say She's it, looking it, at moving say uh, it. All right, well, all right, let's build up to it. Let's see, next oh, week, let's if I'm not clue. mistaken... What? We're giving clues and then we'll take Ireland. everything, I guess. Ireland. All right, well, next week we have... Brian and possibly likes coming on to talk about their UK mm-hmm. t- ghost hunting tour. We have Psychic Medium coming on mm-hmm. next Friday. Lisa Fry, she's always real good. Oh wow! And uh, let's see. We actually, thanks to our good friend Philip Mantle, who runs uh, mm-hmm. UFO Flying Press, I believe it was. He's been pimping us out to try to help promote authors that he publishes books for. And I was quite surprised to find out that one of the authors was someone who was on Ghost Hunters International. There's a second clue. Anybody want to take a guess? I vaguely remember that series. No going to my Facebook page to look for hints because he's a friend of mine on there. Ah. Uh, I think he was the only Irish one on there, wasn't he? Try to think. They just tell us, come on, I'm in suspense. Barry Fitzgerald. Oh, there you go. Good stuff. Um, Well done. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm with you. He's actually written a couple of books on UFOs and will be joining us on the 14th. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well yeah. done. Yes. Yeah. All we need to do now is arrange for an alien to abduct Mike because Mike wants to see an alien. I've never had the pleasure. I would love to. Thank you remember. <laughs> I, want, I want to get up inside the spaceship and push buttons. That's all I want to do. Oh, well, my God. <laughs> Mike, just think about it like I this. I potentially one. have hybrid children with a woman who's from an alien race who is very well known for getting sexually active with the indigenous species of planets they intend to invade. So, I mean, then I don't remember it. <laughs> if we get an invasion... And she might be jealous. Just to warn all the human beings out there, I will yeah, go right. join my alien brothers and I will rat you all out. And um, I will be the, the puppet of any alien overlord that comes to Earth, just to let you know. I will sell everyone out. <laughs> I am hoping I have I get a free pass because I'm apparently married to it. So yeah. I'm just I'm saying not I'm not allowed to have relationships in Earth, yeah. actually. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if she did that to screw with me or what. As long as they give me a ray gun in my own, my own spaceship, I mean, I will sell everybody out. Well, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it might be the other way around about. You might be a pet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll be the chief propagandist on television with my alien overlord. So, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh dear Jesus! I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> So, Sorry. What's in the show tomorrow night, Dakota? Ah, well, we've been dancing around this topic for quite some time, but I think it's actually time we uh, we 
go into the subject, the subject of the Starsea program. Yeah. I actually know a little bit about that. That would be a good one, I think. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. There has been people trying to push out information about starseeds for years, and it's just yeah. not took on, but I think a lot of people are listening these days. People are opening up more now and realising yeah. that yeah. Think the world's not quite the way that they've been made out to see it, you know, so yeah. it should be a lot more effective now. I think it'll be very interesting, especially if we mm. get it promoted out to more authorities. I think you'll be surprised at the people that will come. It's very interesting. So well, it's open. Right it, it's open to all star seeds and beyond. Yeah, okay. You know, we'll get it shared out there's a lot of yeah. people that have come forward recently that have found out that they're that way and that, that there's a reason to why they see what they see. So it'd be really interesting for them to educate as well, wouldn't it? Like to to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the bits and pieces I've heard and studied too, Sherry, was people, the way they, they see things, the why they see them, and the bloodlines and why they see them is because of that. So, Right. I've been fascinated yeah. by that I, by yeah. that idea. So. It's very fascinating. And I mean, look, just look at, look at Dakota. No, when he goes to the spaceship, there's got his high heels ready for him and all that. I may better have yeah. better luck to finding clothes in the Pleiades, I'll be honest. <laughs> they are an amazing species to be around in that, but like oh. spirits, you have to be careful. They're not all yeah. great. Yeah. If I can find my Lady Demetrusque outfit, I'll send it to you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wear it on a show if I do, so. I'll tell you what, Mike, I think I know where that, 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 to go that for you. I'll send you the link, right, and uh, we can arrange something with the court here. We get to three thousand subscribers, I'll do it. I'll tell you, since cool. since uh, two weeks ago, we've gained out nearly two hundred subscribers, which is I'm shocked. Yeah, that all because Elena. of Elena. No. no don't give that's... you. Don't sell yourself short. You've got. To go no, it's not just because of Elena. You guys do do yeah. a lot of hard work, and you do amazing mm-hmm. stuff on your channel, and just the people you have on on the show. It's you as yourselves as well. But people wouldn't you make the show just by how you are. No, 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 no. We owe we owe Elena some fucking flowers after that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she has helped you to get up there and whatever. She's an amazing lady, but it isn't all yeah. everybody else's work. It's what you've done as well. It's I the think she the first bold and bonkers t-shirt merch. I I done this one on sale. I done that uh, on Amazon. Here's the thing. Everybody she's tried to get us in contact with to help us out to help kind of network everybody together more. Conveniently, everybody's having computer issues all at the same time. Yeah, that's what I find odd. Yeah, she's very. It's only when talking to us. I mean, I didn't realize that she had actually had as much credentials behind her. She's a practice shamanism, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. the Stonehenge. Very clever lady. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I binge watched her channel mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. Just, I'm, I must... <laughs> yeah, but honestly, guys in the chat, please visit Drew's channel, Sherry's channel, and Mike's channel because I can't wait to next week. Wish there's a time machine I could go forward and hear all your stories. Oh, I have the haunted object story coming up next. I believe, <gasps> if I'm correct. Yeah, I'll be talking about the piece of the. Um, the piece of the grave that I, one of the things I'll be talking about is the piece of the grave I got from um, 
Marie Laveau's actual burial site. So, for those who really? know who Marie Laveau is, so. it was a gift. And I've said a lot so I don't miss it this week because that's the last two I've missed. And it's a sin. The Lost Colony, the one I'm looking at, the new looks really good. That's... Yeah, the Lost Colony one was a lot of fun. It was it was scary as hell, and uh, you'll get to find out what I thought about it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, Mike. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's how long have we been on for? An hour and a half, Dakota. Can you believe that? Mm. Oh, well, time go? always flies when we're having fun. It really it does, does fly. guys. It does. And I would like to thank Mike for coming on. Awesome, Mike. Thank you so much. I'm thanking much. for whoever was keep jamming up his audio signal to let him actually fucking come through. Yes. Maybe it's the aliens. I showed up on Drew's channel and it actually Yay. came through and I was fucking surprised that happened. So. He got up on my channel. I was over the moon. <laughs> there you go. There's Bing. a message for somebody just as we speak. <laughs> and also <laughs> thank you for Drew and Sherry to come on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. But guys, those no links in the chat please check Drew's channel out, Sherry's channel out, and Mike's channel out. And if you don't subscribe to Mike's channel, Bigfoot's going to come in the night and take you away. <laughs> Rip your arms and I will be about, guys. But at the minute, I'm recovering. So there isn't a lot of investigation or anything I'm doing at the moment, but I will be in people's mm. rooms supporting. But when I am back, you will know. Yeah. Oh, like I said, you just got out of hospital. Well, nobody's expecting you to be 100%. And if they are, go straight. But, but I do. You know what I'm like. I'm impatient. I don't like sitting around. I want to do my investigation. And I can't. I try. Like, even getting it's up out of bed at the moment, I'm like an 80 year old. I'm like, ah. It, <laughs> Look, Sherry, a couple of weeks you'll start getting better. Trust us, you'll be no, fine. They said a couple of months, man, because of the biopsy. Mm. So it weren't just the camera, it was biopsy. Yeah. Because they were looking for cancer and that as well, which I got all clear. So that's good. good. Well, so, there you um, go. Yeah. So just got yeah. to recover just now. relax. Yeah. Look at you see, we're all getting we're all getting older now, you know. That this is this is what we've all got to look for. Obviously used to young, younger. you know. I'm gonna leave some five more years me. before. Huh? I'm gonna to live to have hundred and fifty. I'm gonna be here until I'm hundred and fifty. I hope not. Yeah. Half a <laughs> Oh god. Hey Mike, I give you permission to come and haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> But, but honestly, see if we go before Dakota, because Dakota is the youngest. We have to haunt him, and I think it's only fair we have to haunt Dakota. I was about to say, yeah. I'm the youngest here, so technically y'all are supposed to die before me. That, that's, well, that's very, that's... Don't tempt fate. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll come and do that. You'll know it's me, right? I've, I've survived my mother's cooking. I think I'll be okay. Uh, oh my god oh, oh my god right ladies and gentlemen we'll talk to you after the show guys it's in here and we'll see you all tomorrow Catch yeah, you have a good night everyone bless me good night mate good night everyone good night everybody one go ahead come on
militaries and sparked great debates amongst ourselves. I am here to tell you that ladies and gentlemen, people of Earth, brothers and sisters of all races, all countries, that we are not alone. We have never been alone. That some higher power has seeked to spread the gift of life throughout the universe and beyond all comprehension. It is in these times we must learn to love one another. We must not share hate, but joy. We must not inhibit, but we must grow. These beings are our friends. They are our family. They want to help us become better, to see the true potential of mankind. And for maybe one day, we will join them in their voyage to help other beings from other star systems. As shocking as this news may be, it is nothing new. Our governments of the world have known for quite some time that we are not alone in this universe, and we have had contact for many of years, slowly preparing the American public and the publics of the world for such a revelation. We are not alone, and we are about to embark on the greatest journey mankind has ever experienced. Ladies and gentlemen, we have contact. You've changed my position. That's terrible. I'm in this corner. That I'm just sounds dirty. That's terrible. You what? grouchy old fart. That just sounds totally dirty. Ah, I'm calling HR. Ger- it's have terrible. a talk with you about your language. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Contacts. Clearly, we've gone off the rails. Yeah, I know. I know. My name is Dakota. This you see is the things. Mr. You Christopher. You should see the things he was doing to me before the live started. <laughs> well, you're always fantasizing about me in a gimp well, suit. I know, and you're right. You're going on about Mike and Mike again. You're actually talking about Mike quite a lot, and Mike in the chat tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Just ignore us, guys. We're having a a laughable day. <laughs> I don't know what it is lately. It just seems like there's all sorts of stress in the air. We got to find ways to calm down before everybody goes nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's face it, this might be our last Sunday show we ever do. Oh, you never know. You know? Knock on wood and all that fun stuff, but. My neighbors will be wondering what that noise is. Knock on wood. Hi. Who's in the chat, Dakota? What interesting people oh, do we have in there? Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Um, well, there's, oh. uh, let's see. Paranormal World Investigators. Hello. There's Drew's Paranormal Blog. What a weirdo. Oh, I have heard about her. Oh, I have heard. <laughs> I'm sorry, Drew. <laughs> Don't hex me. We love you, Drew. Don't, Don't put me in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> we've went mad guys oh, my, cold's nearly, my, my cold's nearly went away it's just left me with a bunged up nose you know <sighs> so, 
So, Dakota, what's the subject That's all tonight? The you've, been telling, you've been shoving up your nose. Anyway, tonight we started it off kind of weird, but we've been throughout several episodes. We've actually been jumping on and off of the topic of star seeds, but we never actually did something to yeah. talk about what that actually is. You know? Yeah. And so starting. When it comes to like the UFO topic, for those of you who were catching the uh, little test broadcast I did earlier, it does sometimes resonate as a sort of religion. It actually registers in the human mind as a religion. <laughs> Wait, the new, I need to it's just bring this up. You, the ladies are freaking out about our remarks. We've got to, uh, people in here talking about wanting to rub head. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I've got a lovely shiny head, you know. But where you go, you were, you were telling us, hey, Mike. Oh, hi, Mike. Oh, shit. Oh, that's actually somebody. Hey, Mike. Mike, by the way, if you want to come in tonight and put in your thoughts, I would love to hear what you have to say because tonight we want to talk about Star Seeds or the Envoy program. I sent because it to you, Mike. There's, there's so much to this subject that not a lot of people realize. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Look at that. That's the one that popped on. What? There's somebody we love you guys. That Thank you so much. I mean, okay. Dakota has, he's got a lovely shiny head, you know. Mine's not completely bald yet, but I'm getting there with the madness, you know. And, Oh, I, maybe this is a new kink. People rubbing their balls. Oh my god! Wow. I know we we need to bring out a t-shirt. We need to bring out a, a limited edition t-shirt with us two on it. We a certain title at the bottom. I want to work in that. Well, I was tonight. already thinking of getting the pictures from our like original banner and I'm just going like a bald and bonkers voice thing, make kind of like a band theme yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying about Starseeds, Dakota? Yes, we were. Before, yes, before you went off the tangent so, about bald heads. Yeah, we obviously have a kinky crowd tonight. We might have to start a mm. PH channel. No. Mm. <laughs> no more. Bald heads are... Right. S- Whoa. See Whoa. Okay, I mean? we're starting to get... <laughs> we're starting... What? I'm sorry, I was looking at the chat. Wait, Good to see you, Jerry. Good to see you're feeling Shay. better. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I I, I just kind of I'm watching the chat on my phone here, and I'm also watching the chat there, and yeah, I'm like, we did, we unleashed something. Yes, we did. We've started a new phase. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's too bad <clears throat> that we can't see some of the other channels' chats because well, just because they're technically not fully compatible with Streamyard. But yeah. when we were talking about bikini. On last night's episode, someone left an emoji picture of a woman kind in in one of the chat rooms. I'm reading the chat. Like, I didn't know you could take that. You, read you the chat. Just... Come on. Read uh, the chat. Uh, oh my god! 
Oh, oh, don't oh don't I tried to cap the cat. I will, no, there's one one mad gnome. Need what one mad gnome's that? Less shaping with bald head. You're not wrong there. Oh my god. See what you started, Dakota. Going on about your shiny head now. Right, let's go. Come on, let's. We've only got an hour or so to talk about star children, star seeds, and stuff like that. Come on. So, this is actually something that I've been wanting to talk about for some time because there is a lot of confusion. Yeah. And a lot of people, and especially say, like, if they follow people like Elena, mm -hmm. they try to assume that. This is the work of the negative. What the? I made the mistake of looking at the chat. Yeah, don't look at the chat. Imagine the chat doesn't exist. I was like, can I, can I go full screen here and block that? Anyway, an analogy I like to use when it comes to this type of confusion is that the human brain is a lot like old school TVs. Where if you want to like watch a movie or if you play an old video game on like old Super Nintendo, you would have to turn it to channel three, right? Yeah. That, our brain can only handle channel three. And yeah. I'm probably gonna have to think of a new analogy for people even younger than me, but nevertheless. Right. Because ironically, your little remark in the chat, not a lot of people realize. It is said that even Christ and his followers taught that there was going yeah. to be a mass coming of star seeds. That's right. I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think, I think on Earth right now, I think a lot of people are star seeds. Dakota. I mean, I would, I could name a few of them in the chat right now. There's Elena is definitely a star. I mean, Elena's oh, amazing. Yeah, Elena is one. Elena's channel, guys, need to check that out. Is one of the most amazing channels out there. I think. I mean, she even talks about this. The star sheets. I mean, I think. I mean, the people in the chat. I would say nearly all of them are star seeds. See, guys, you should be coming up. You should be talking about this. This is the thing. There's a lot of people. See, the thing is, it's a new age, because. UFOs and the alien cultures get start to be took seriously now. You see what I'm trying to say? See, mm -hmm. you imagine if you went back to the early 80s and started talking about this. You'd be laughed out. You would be. And Yeah, the only time you'd probably get some leeway if uh, you followed like, Buddhist teachings back then because... Yeah. Star seeds heavily rely on reincarnation cycles. Yes. Which shows that we're not necessarily locked into this plane of existence, this planet, however you want to talk about it. No. Because needless to say, those terms get interchanged so much, I, I believe that's a... <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when... when well, I was going to say... Mad. Well, I was also going to say that Elena said that in her book, whenever the implants are getting a signal, stuttering can happen. So, yes, thank you guys. Have... Thank you. No, but right, <laughs> look, there's right, there's Drew's paranormal. There, she's talking about what is a star seed. Dakota, tell everybody what is a star seed. What right. is a star seed exactly? How can we define this? 
right now the most inclusive answer I think that would be a good way to phrase this is Darcy is a soul that is incarnated from another realm or another planet of existence. Yes. And it is said that whenever these star seeds come, or as particularly in mass, like it is believed they have been for at least the last 26 years. Hello. <laughs> they, there is a massive, massive change. And yes. if you follow some works of, say, like Elena Dunan and some of the other people she talks to, the star seat, the envoy program, whatever you want to call it, may in fact actually be a loophole. Yes. See, like, well, there's an interesting factor. There's one mad gnome. I've been here for 1,000 years and still can't figure out humans. Same here. Right? See, I'm, I feel I feel like I'm different. I feel like I'm here for a certain purpose, right? Right? And this is my last trip here. This is it. This is it for me. I'm graduating. I am not coming back here again. I don't care if they try and drag me back, kicking and screaming, I am not coming back to the Earth. I don't care if I'm putting up the planet solo or something like that in the only life form there. I'm not coming back to Earth, right? I just feel that this is my last time on Earth. What's your opinion on that? Was that Maybe. Inferno? Was that, uh, there, I can say that, but we actually have a very good question oh, here that doesn't yeah. apply to my remark about the, it being a loophole for something. So, right. for those who are on the audio version of the podcast, Inferno Grapher asked, are there bad star seeds? What about... A, being a starseed of an alien race that is bent on intergalactic colonization. I really like this remark. Right. In a sense, it is said that... How do I put this? Certain beings have a soul matrix. Is that actually said that the human body that we know now, when it's still in utero, the fetus doesn't develop enough to where it can hold a soul until about the three-month marker. Mm -hmm. And certain beings that are believed to be on the dark side, for lack of a better word, they're said to not actually have a soul. So that may that may eradicate the potential for bad star seeds, but honestly, there's too much out there to really be sure of anything. It's quite interesting that fact, right? You've you've heard of the men in black and all that. They're meant to be like genetically modified kind of beings, right? What happens if they are bad, right? Because let's face it, the good the good extraterrestrials out there are sending star seeds to Earth for reasons, right? So obviously the bad ones are got to do the same for their reasons to bring about to bring about their to bring about how can I say this? They're putting in, like, like, let's take Elena. She's a good star seed. She's been sent here. She's been sent to help people understand, right? But then maybe the bad ones are sending people here for the purpose of, like, going after people like Elena and going after people like us, trying to close us down. You see where I'm going with this? It's quite possible. 
One thing we have to get rid of is this racial bias that comes with alien species. There's no other way to really put it. We say, well, let's take the Pleiadians as an example. There's, there's good and bad ones. Yeah. A lot of Elena's writings from Thorhan, Valthor, a lot of the major ones we know are on the good side. I've mm-hmm. said, you have got to stop that. <clears throat> Otherwise, you will be screwed over. Yeah. I was also talking about where it was a loophole. It is said that these beings cannot directly interfere with the evolution of life on the planets they're trying to help until they reach a certain point. However, they figured out how to direct souls to different bodies to the point they can actually modify cellular structures so that the soul can be taken and inhabit certain bodies. See, they managed to figure that out. See, that's what I find amazing. Us humans, we're we're still trying to understand the afterlife, right? What happens when you die and stuff like that. But the extraterrestrials, they've been around that long. They know what happens when you die. So it makes makes you wonder. I mean, it's fascinating. they, They must know the true journey a soul makes. Actually, that. I was just going to say that. In Elena's book, she talks about this conversation where they discuss an individual who was a soldier that got who ended up dying in battle. The thing is, they <laughs> had a backup body for this individual. However, they could not get the soul get to the soul in time in order to transfer it transfer it to the new body, which again is an amazing accomplishment when you really think about it. To understand the soul that well, to understand the human mind, the human body that well. A point I try to say, not a lot of people think about this. Everything you watch, everything you do, every conversation you have changes the structure of your mind. That's why it's so hard to study. And the mind can actually develop structures in the 13th dimension. Well, a lot Making of one of the most complex structures in the known universe. A lot of people don't realise, and this is the people. This is for the people that don't believe in life after death and stuff like that. The human soul, other souls, alien souls, their their electricity were made up of energy, right? We're made up of energy, right? Energy cannot die, right? So when the human body dies or the extraterrestrial body dies, you just go somewhere, right? So the the extraterrestrials they must have they must have built something that can gather the souls. I mean, what is your opinion on that? How do you think they actually do it? How do you think they actually take a soul? They know who that soul is, bring that soul and put it in that body. Their way, their level of understanding is a lot like transferring files on a USB flash drive. Yep. That's what a lot of people don't realize. It is something we are trying to figure out how to do now. There's actually a startup who is looking to create digital afterlives. I've seen that. There's also another machine that they're trying to develop to measure consciousness right now. Basically, to try to determine if someone is truly 
dead. But right now, the most it can actually read is about the neurological levels of a typical housefly. Well, it's weird you should say that, right? I watched a program once, it was, and they've just actually found this out, right? You die, right? Your body, they take you to the morgue, or whoever they take you to. Your brain, that there's still things happening in your brain well after you have been took to the morgue. And a lot of people don't realise that. There's still stuff going on deep inside your head. I can't remember where I've seen it, um, but it was like, these scientists had figured out that there's still activity for hours after someone's died. So that must be the soul leaving the body. No. Well, another situation is that they wanted to measure brain activity for at least up to seven minutes after someone passed away. However, however, you also have to look at near-death experiences. There's this one doctor, I can't remember his name. I got it saved somewhere on my computer because I've been trying to find his information to maybe get him as a guest on the show. Yeah. He has seen somebody come back from the dead he wasn't fully embalmed yet. Right. I'll put that out there. Yeah. He was considered dead for three days. In the oh. morgue, in the freezer, and eventually came back. That's that was insane. one of perhaps the most extreme examples he has actually ever seen. I'm not talking back, you know, Easter mythos where Jesus came back to life three days later. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. This was actually 10, 15 years ago when this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so you never, we, there's so much we don't know, which makes this topic so much harder to discuss because there's people that assume that we don't know means we'll never know. It, it says it's just fascinating. And I, I mean, this is this stuff is fascinating. There's actually a good question in the chat there, Dakota. Is it is it one man gnome? Uh, you go back to the source. You review your life, both good and bad. Make the list. Improve yourself. You come back and continue your trip. Uh, well, that's the that's life review. And I, I that's actually another point I was going to make. And to continue the last question I was trying to say. Yeah, part there was part of that question where they were asking if a species could use the starseed program to essentially as a hybrid species program. Yeah, because who's going to be more willing to participate in that than people already on the inside? Which technically, if the information about some of my contacts for those of you who've been following this channel for a little bit, ET stars. The star family, the wife and hybrid children Mm -hmm. I have, they originate from tall Shi'ar, the tall species as Lyrans. Yes. They are Mm -hmm. well known for interbreeding with native species of planets they intend to come visit. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, you've got to think about how much life is actually out there. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, there's billions of life forms out there. 
I mean, m probably more than that. If you think about, if you think of all the other realities and universes, and and it just keeps going forever. You think about how much life force there actually is in everything. We sat there from Inferno, Inferno. Maybe it's like man and the what's that? Roll up here. Did you call it? Maybe it's like man in the middle attacks you, you know, one of the ways you can steal people's data is internet's request. It's actually really interesting, that, isn't it? It makes yeah, you... Actually, what it sounds like is that if they, they have such an understanding of the soul transfer, transfer between the living and the dead, that they can actually yeah. intercept it and put that soul into a new body. Now, here's a comment from one man gnome. Um, the soul weight, that I know the study that's actually from. It was a mortician that was trying to figure out the bodies, the weight of the bodies between time of passing and later on yeah. when the soul may have left. That 4 to 14 grams was the bodily fluids. Oh. As well as the gases that build up on the inside of the body. Yes, that's right. That's right. what that actually was. I know the See, study that that. Came yeah. See, a lot of people don't realize. I know someone that works in a funeral home, and they were telling me that they go to graveyards to dig the graves and stuff, and they'll actually open coffins up in case of inquest and stuff. And your fingernails and your hair keeps growing. Well, maybe not in our case, our hair will keep growing, but your fingernails. It's your fingernails uh, and your gums, not necessarily your hair. Right. Right. So that still grows. Not and really. You, I mean, so it's really, is it shrinkage then? If you really think about it, if this it gives the illusion of it. That it recedes, that makes it look like it's growing longer. Right. right. There, you go. there you go. That's me. I've learned something today. What's that there, one man gnome? Your contracts are based on your DNA. That is actually right. So here's actually another book. It's by an author, Craig Campbell Basso. We actually had him on the show. Right. It's another ET guide who actually talks a lot about the Starseed program. He calls it the Mel Melchizedek program. It's yeah. actually, this is actually another religious reference that has been cited with text involving Christ that the Starseed program it's kind of like the Peace Corps in a way but it's also like a college course with yeah. uh, apparently Earth no surprise being one of the hardest points mm -hmm. now, as far as your contacts being based on DNA, <clears throat> first off you're gonna the soul recognizes its own the soul fragments when you have children. The universe itself, every single living being is a fragment of source. And it intermingles. So if you're going to go into the Starseed program, chances are you're going to subconsciously remember certain details. This is where the stories of like reincarnated children pointing out their pointing out their killers in the past life. Yeah. Who's going to be better for you to help you figure out than your own family? It's strange. Who is it it's that strange. Usually come through? 
when you die to help you cross over. It's actually strange you say that, and I'll tell you why. This is nothing to do with the alien stuff. I was talking to a, a medium one day, and she was telling me that I says to her, I says, oh, I think this is my first time here. And she went, no, 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 no. She says, you've been here a lot of times. And I'm like, oh, how do you know that? And she says, well, actually, the last person you were was in the same village as you. And I went, really? Yeah. And the person before that was in the same village as you. There's that person. So it makes you wonder, do you stay with a certain family throughout this? See, because I've because I've met you, Dakota, and I've met like uh, a lot of people in the chat there that know me personally. Is there is there a connection with us all when we when we go back when we go back when we die, right? Do we all meet up and we say, "Well, that worked took quite okay. What's the next plan?" Because we get our we get our memories back, who we really were. So it makes you wonder, see what I'm trying to say, if we're family. Well, there's a couple different points here. Lisa actually mentioned soul fragments as well during one of the past interviews we had with her with our previous affiliations. Mm-hmm. That the soul does fragment with each incarnation and we're supposed to recollect once we get back. But Elena also mentioned something that... The souls that reincarnate have to match the body. It's like blood types. Right. If you don't match okay. up the right blood type, you can get some serious issues. Right. So it does make you wonder. I mean, they also, at least they also make, say in one of the bits that I've seen her in, and she is going to be. Don't we actually have her on as a guest next week? Next next Sunday, Lisa Fry's coming on. Yeah. All right. We can ask her to clarify some of this crap. <laughs> yeah. It's, what was I just saying? You're talking about soul fragmentation. Soul fragments family. So it does make <clears> me <throat> wonder. It is honestly is something I'm kind of interested to test, being that yeah. there is certain parts of our family backgrounds that seem to overlap whether or not we may actually be related and just haven't known all this time. See, I think, uh, this is my personal opinion, I think before I came here, and before we all came here, we all knew each other. Right? I think it's all been planned out. And when I go back, yes, I'll I'll, I'll have the memories of what I've got now, but I'll also have the memories of what I used to have. Right? And then I'll go back to the drawing board, and it'll be like, all right, and I'll wait on you coming over, I'll wait on you crossing over, and then we'll sit down and we'll go, right, what do you want to do next? Where do you want to go next? What we got to do next? I know I say I don't want to come back here, but I probably don't have a choice in that. Right? Well, yeah, if you're it's, incarnating yeah, in the same fucking village, you're just fucking lazy. Yeah, I mean, three times, three times, three times, seemingly I have been reincarnated in the same area. To the same people so it makes you wonder it makes you wonder was in a distant maybe let's go back a hundred years ago maybe a hundred years ago to go you were my brother or you my father or you were some relation of mine 
would explain a lot of about how we yeah, well, just would, yeah. yeah it would explain a lot of things guys what's that for paranormal world investigators i believe we must meet people from our past and our new life aye so they are yeah I mean, would you, the guys in the chat, would you use all think about this? I mean, the invitation's up if you want to come up and talk about this. It's in the chat. Don't forget to come on, talk with us. We want to try to get as many people's different perspectives on this. Yeah. Mike, if you're feeling up to it, you're welcome to come aboard. I've, I mean, you were Mike, I've, I've, if you go to Twitter, Mike, I've sent you the invite through there. So if you want to come up. Yeah, if it's still there, yeah, I know you tend to pop in and out, yeah. though. Yeah. Time, so it's it it makes you wonder because it is it's quite strange how the people I've met I've met Sherry I've met Drew I've met you and it's weird how we have similarities how we've met I mean before I met you you were in my village strange that I mean it's it's like how is that possible my village has got a population of like five hundred not even that three hundred people. Right, and you come through my village, right? As if it was your destiny for that to happen. And it's you the know, same it's with meeting Sherry and Drew. No, go ahead. No, no, you go. No, you go. No, that's me finished. No, all right. You know, we were goofing off on Xbox, and your brother was with us the other night. And he was <laughs> talking about that education first chores. No, I'm actually going to completely lay this down. You mentioned that your village tends to be a popular, tends to get stopped a lot by a lot of tourist buses, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that technically does kind of eliminate. Yeah, I was on one of those trips, so there was a pretty good chance I was going to come through. But here's also another thing. I technically wasn't supposed to go on that trip. Yeah. I the, the trip we did before that, I we ran with this company for a while. Something I found out later on is that uh, apparently we can actually arrange travel groups. And if you get at least six people to go with you, mm -hmm. you get a free travel spot. You can get the whole trip paid for you for free. Right. So that explained a lot about why my old teacher was doing it. Anyway. <laughs> But the trip before that, the reason why I decided, you want, fuck it, I'm going, is because I found out I was part of the tour was Loch Ness. Yes. And as I'm just going to say, because we do have a lot of new people watching this show now, I actually ended up on a National Geographic program because mm -hmm. I had a Nessie sighting while I was there. So it certainly does paint an interesting picture how it all sort of evolves. And because I'll be honest, I remember seeing the logo of our previous affiliate affiliations. Yeah. The logo that we had before everything went to shit. Yeah. I remember seeing flashes of that logo when I was about 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Like I was supposed to look for that. And something I want to honestly ask Lisa is that if it's possible to have memories from your family members from before you were even thought of, before your parents were even thought of. Yeah. Because 
I have memories of my grandparents when they were in high school. And I didn't even make that association that that's that time frame until I saw pictures of them in a funeral video my mother put together. Yeah. This is actually something I've never told anybody before. But I've also come to realize if I'm going to figure out what the heck is going on lately, I need to start being more open about myself. See, and look how many times that brought up some weird shit. <laughs> see, the thing is, right, what happens if, right, when you die, right, and you cross over, you can play a family member, right? Say, for instance, my great-grandfather, right, he died in 1922 in a, a mining accident, right? What happens if that guy is actually me? Think about it. There's actually reincarnation stories of, there was this one that comes to mind. It was his father. His kid was just barely old enough to start talking, changing the diaper. And he says, you know, I used to change your diaper too. And there were certain times where certain things would come out where he was wondering if the child he had was in fact his own father. Which is kind of sounds a little yeah. sweet home Alabama, but we're not going to go there. I have heard that. I mean, I I did watch a psychic thing one day. It was it was on TV, and this woman was giving a reading to this other woman, and she says, "Well, you lost your daughter, but she had another. She had a sister, and the sister was expecting. And she says her soul has got to come back through that child." Right, so it makes you wonder if a slight wee bit. Right, I die, I die tomorrow. Right, see it happens. I go to the spirit world. Right, and then a little bit of my soul comes back as a relation. Right, but obviously because I'm up there, right, I'm still aware. I'm still Christopher. I'm still aware. Right, but a little bit of my soul has became another life form. You see where I'm going with this? Have you just froze? You froze, Dakota. Okay, clearly we're causing a disturbance in the force. No. It's interesting. No, it's it's you that's froze for me. You froze for me. Obviously, we're getting close to something. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Right. <clears throat> yeah, I can hear you. you. You were freezing a couple of times for me, but what I'm saying is, right, I die, I go to the afterlife where time does not exist, right? A little bit of my soul stays in the afterlife as Chris, right? So I do. I get to do what I want to do in the afterlife, right? But another bit of my soul comes back to Earth or comes back to wherever I'm meant to be and is born into the same family. So maybe maybe in 20 or 30 years time down the line a relation of mine will have a child, right? And I'm born into that, right? But I'm still... You see where I'm, you see where I'm going here with this kind of thing? You see, where I'm, you see where I'm trying to go here? 
It's weird because I'm getting a little kind of weird interference here. It's as if we're on the right track. I think yeah, I've just discovered couple. something. Yeah. There's a couple of other things. There's my mother in the chat. Hello, Shannon. Anyway. Here's, a, here's another thought. I've actually <clears throat> heard of stories where a mother was talking to her child, and the child would say, Hey, Mom, did you know that I was coming before? And she's like, What do you mean? It's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, I, I tried with being born before, but uh, something went wrong, so I died in your belly, but I came back. The mother had a miscarriage about a couple of years before that child was born. So who's to say that there was a legitimate freak accident that couldn't have been prevented, that he was still supposed to be in that family, so he came back as his own sibling. Yeah, it's 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 right. This is this is a different fragment. See, this is like the paradox I've got, right? My grandmother died, right? But if I get to him 90, how do I know when I die I'll see her again? Because she might want to come back and be reborn again, right? Think about it, right? So when I go to the afterlife, right, she'll not be there because she'll be born again. But she will be there because a little bit of her soul turned into a new soul, right? Actually, I have a theory. A member. I have a theory. No. <clears throat> Let, let's take the sort of physics and mathematicians version of dimension. Okay? Mm-hmm. Soul is supposed to be multidimensional. It could act as any point in time and space. That sort of thing. If you focus that energy into a smaller mm-hmm. plane, you're going to catch, catch something on fire. Yeah. But what if that's the reason it has to fragment to prevent that? Yes. From happening. What happens if, what happens if when you die, right, you as Dakota, or me as Chris, right, stays in the afterlife, right, as that person. I am all, all my marbles. I can do what I want forever, right? I'm there. Right, but my soul cuts away and comes back. You get me? As another soul and another baby, right? And when that soul gets old or dies in an accident or so, that soul comes back, and I'll recognise that soul. But oh, hello there, whatever your name is, and that person will break away the cat dad, and that part of the soul, right? We'll go away the journey again. You see where I'm going here? And I think that's what it is. I think that's how it works. Now, honestly, I noticed your, 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 your meter went a few times there when I was talking about that. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm saying. The soul is multidimensional. It yeah. could fragment multiple times at once and live, live yes. completely different separate timelines. Yes. So here's another thought. Here's another thought. We were kind. Of, you were kind of giving me shit about something before <laughs> about another topic, but I got to thinking about a sort of what if scenario. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably come to you what I'm talking about when I say this. 
So <clears> let's <throat> say this higher soul collective that everything fragments off of is the concept we know as the higher self, right? Yes. What if we'll say what would happen if that and even factors into the ETs that the full soul of the ET does yeah. not get to a body on Earth. Yeah. So, what if somehow the ET higher self were to somehow meet their soul yeah. fragment that's alive and well uh, in the time space we know right now? Yes. What would happen in that sort of situation? So you're basically you know, saying, it, imagine, let's, let's do this for people to understand in relative, right? Imagine somewhere out there in the deep blackness of space, there's a planet somewhere, right? And on that planet, there's pods. And each pod contains, contains like you, right? A clone mm. version of you, right? But there's two clones of that person, right? So... There's one clone here on Earth, right? And there's one clone there. So they take that little bit of fragmented soul, you, and put it into that pod, right? Hence you wake up here, right? And when you die here, you go back to that pod, right? So you wake up in that pod, and then you can do anything else you're doing, right? And then when you die there, you go back to the afterlife. And the cycle begins again. Is that what you're getting? You're trying to go with us? No, not quite. No, not quite. No, right. <clears throat> Say, all right. The situation, like with my star family, with Elena and Thorhan, there are physical relations. If I remember correctly from Elena's book, Thorhan yeah. was actually her husband in her previous incarnation. But what if, say, like, the reason why we're all meeting up in these different lifetimes is because we are part of the Starseed program and, say, we're, like, in the same military unit, for lack of a better yeah. word. Yeah. <clears throat> part of the reason why we link up is because we're supposed to link up and say that what if one of the ones watching us also fragmented because yeah. time doesn't it's not necessarily that it doesn't exist it still exists it's just that it has a lot more ways to flow it's like we experience time as a river moving downstream by the time we reach a certain point it hits the ocean spreads out that's that's the picture i'm going with and it a lot of the map checked out so what if someone out of that ocean comes up near the stream <clears throat> and the part of itself what happens then what if someone meets their own higher self not yeah. in some sort of meditative state but as in a face to face interaction yeah or is there some sort of weird paradox thing going on that Hopefully, there's some sort of protective measure against because that could probably freak somebody out. <laughs> what happens if, right? Here's one for you, right? What happens if this happens, right? 
you die, you go to the afterlife, right? You, as you, you're all aware, you, you're aware, you stay in the afterlife, right? But a bit of your soul breaks off, right? And comes back to earth or back to wherever you've been sent, right? People talk about having guardian angels and having, like, spirit guides. What happens if, <laughs> just listen to this, what happens if you, because you're in the afterlife, you go back to be that spirit guide for you? For yourself? Yes. You are Dakota, you are in the afterlife, you've got no illness, you are what you are, you remember dying in that hospital or whatever, you go to the afterlife, I bet your soul breaks off, you don't know anything really about that until you've come out your life review and stuff, then you come out your life review and they're like, right, there's a bit of your soul has been born again as a little boy or a little girl, right, your duty now is to look after that, that soul, until it gets to a certain age for its life, right? And that's how it works. That's how it works. What's that there for? Is it Laura? Is it, um... Yeah. It's that. myself as another being with a job and a name and a family and friends. You know, that's another scenario. But let me more the point that I was leaning towards. In one of the infamous questions to the people that seem to be shocked, I asked about the starseed infidelity qu- paradox. Yeah. We'll call it. One of the ladies that brought it up said that she does have a star husband herself who she fully believes is actually the higher self of the husband she's married to in this life. Yeah. So, it's like, what if. Is there a situation where his higher self can come down and meet them? Probably will be. It's like it's like I say, I die, a bit of my soul breaks away and gets reborn, but as me as Chris in the afterlife, I can do anything I want, and I can come down and look at, say, his name's John, right, for instance, just call that, that, my soul's turned into a guy called John, right? I can look after him. I can try and guide him through life, right? just hanging about, right? Then when he dies, I go and I, I collect him and I bring him to the afterlife, right? And then the same thing happens for him. I bet his soul breaks off. And he does the same thing. And then, maybe me, because that's over with, because I'm, I don't need to do anything anymore, I get the choice of going back again and starting everything all over again. I do think that's how I do think that's how it works. I honestly do think that's how it works, because a lot of psychics have told me there's something happens to your soul when you go. There's like a bat breaks away. There is something happens in that. That's what the ETs are. The ETs are that intelligent. They've been around for millions and millions of years. They figured this out, and that's what they're tapping into. They're tapping into that. They're tapping into that that soul coming back. That's what they're doing. And no, no, I agree with you. And there's a link to a book I showed earlier. I do really encourage people to read. He also mentions that when it comes to the Star program and soul fragmentation, whenever someone has a child, part of their soul fragments again and intermingles with the other parents. So here's a thought. 
and it may actually prove that there is actually a basis for what we are talking about that we are well aware of, but can't necessarily study due to moral limitations. What if, so let's take the stories of organ donors, people okay. who have had an organ transplant, yep. all of a sudden <laughs> taking on personality traits, okay. hobbies, interests, and even memories of the person they got the organ from. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard the people getting heart transplants. Yeah. So also fragment when that happens, does it, does it carry over into the afterlife? Well, you see, this is what people will say. How they figured it out. See, this is what people will say, right? But what happens if there's infinite realities? Right? There it is. But what's but what's to, what's not to say that your soul just doesn't go to infinite realities? You see what I'm saying? See what I'm going? See that's that's the thing. So maybe you're not coming back just once; you're coming back infinitely. And that you wouldn't be bit that's left up there grows. You can have a million different fragments shoot off into different realities. They likely never meet up. Yeah. You would never be any of the wiser until they came back to you at that point of higher self, to which you're practically not going to realize it because, say, for example, the whole life flashing before your eyes, the life review, that's already technically a memory for your higher self, even though we are currently experiencing it right now. But which to see? Taking drugs after me saying that, I feel you. I just got to give myself a headache. But what's to say? What's to say that we, as us on here right now, and everybody in the chat, isn't experiencing a life review right now? Exactly. Think about it, guys. You're walking down the street. What's to say that you're not experiencing a life review right now? You know that also brings a couple other things into play, like the Mandela effect or. Yes. Quantum immortality theory. And for those yes. who don't know what quantum immortality, essentially it's a theory that we never truly die. Say we're in a situation where we're about to be hit by a car, we just miss it by that much. Yeah. Who's to say in those moments where you feel so out of it in that moment, your adrenaline's pumping so high, you didn't shift to another reality. And more than that other you to just no walk out that couple of matches. Exactly. Who's to say flashes we get, psychic visions we get of things to come. That is an other reality simultaneously. Essentially, it's just and a perfect analogy is that there's certain key moments where there's enough of a bang in energy that it resonates. And if you go to blow something up in the middle of the ocean, there's going to be ripples. Yes. It's like, it's like, right, let's take Mandela really, really quickly. Mandela effect. I remember in the Monopoly game, the Monopoly guy wear Monocle, right? But what happens if my soul that's came back from a different reality where he had a Monocle? You know, there's also a couple of Mandela effects that have been done that 
say there was a certain one with Walt Disney films. Yeah. Where there's that intro where you see Tinkerbell come in, she waves yeah, her yeah, wand. Yeah, she was that was actually an intro for real old movies, 80s, 90s. That's right. 70s, That's right. It's just that it was so <laughs> old and it changed. It does occasionally pop back up every now and then. But who's to say situations like that aren't necessarily fragments of parents' memories being inherited? Because it's actually been proven that certain mental health traits that seem to come up out of the blue may actually originate from our grandparents' trauma. Imagine, imagine your grandfather was in World War Two and he was in the Battle of the Bulge and there was exploding trees all around about him and he's seen carnage, he's seen people with their legs missing, he's seen people with nothing left of them and the sheer PTSD, the sheer horrors of that didn't come through to you and it's affecting you. Yeah, there's... It's- it can be a look at two ways. Maybe that's a sign that there is some truth to the whole Starship concept. But there could also be an alternative theory out there that makes just as much sense. What in the world? Did you just see that? What? There was like this white robe thing that was like right here. I didn't see the... it, and guys, MD in the chat, see that? I thought I seen something whizzing across the screen, like a ball of light. You see what I freaking mean? Anyway, who's to that say could be that you that haunting yourself? Okay. I said that could be you haunting yourself. I wouldn't doubt it. Anyway. <laughs> Who's to say that what we were just talking about where the fears and anxieties create mental illness in younger generations, that isn't some sort of weird survival thing. Yeah. To where, because they say that there are parent kids that have been completely separated, never knew their biological parents, yet still take on their traits, even though they never met. Yeah. So who's to say that isn't some sort of weird survival trick that our DNA figured out? Which could very well be the case. Again, it's kind of hard to test it without killing somebody. I just I just think it's fascinating. And we'll know no until it's your time. See, this is the thing. We'll know no. But how do we not know that we... Everybody here right now isn't getting their life review. Because I actually think about this the other day. I was sitting on top of the hill actually, looking at the mountains and stuff. And I was just pondering life. And I was thinking, thinking, I wonder, are we seeing a life review right now? Is this, we're in a life review. And then when we wake up, we're back home. And you get the choice to come back again. Yeah. See, it's like, yeah, it's like, imagine if you were a ghost, you could haunt yourself. <laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> think about it. I mean, think you think about the stuff that we capture on here, right? We'll get the big orbs flying past us like you just did the other night. When we when we left the other night, guys, remember that big orb that flew past me? We weren't alive, so it didn't get captured. Yeah, like- but who's to say that that orb, that energy, that being, or whatever it was, wasn't 
Yeah. Here's something else that happened. I was talking about our friend AJ. For those of you who have been following us for a while, you've seen him on the Halloween episode as the professor. He and I are collaborating on a few different projects. And I had my light on because we weren't doing any sort of lives. I, you know, I was just kind of sitting like this. All of a sudden, during the conversation, we had some sort of activity going on. It was registering on my EMF like there was a nuclear there was nuclear material sitting right next to the damn thing. All of a sudden, right about here, there was a golden flash of what looked kind of like a side profile of someone's face, of something's face. And it looked a little familiar. Like our Andromedan friend who has said he's apparently a relation of mine. But the thing is, I mean, the, the people that's in the chat right now might be relations of ours. And they're experiencing, and they're, they're experiencing right now their life review. Think about it. We're exp I'm experiencing, you're the experience that everybody in this room right now, the 16 people that are watching us right now, are experiencing this life review. Mm -hmm. We'll all meet up one day, we'll all recognise each other, but oh aye, you're such and such, you're such and such, aye, you came to my life, and then we'll come back again, and the circle of life will just continue, it will go and go and go and go and for eternity, or until mm -hmm. you reach a certain point, because I do think you reach a certain point, your life force you can do something. I don't. I don't know what it's called. What is it called again? The core is it your your life force gets reaches a certain point. Like let's say, you can go away and create your own reality, basically kind of thing. You were talking about it the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. you know, Elena's book. Um, we will never let you down. It's a sequel to her gift from yeah. Star's book. She actually talks about there is physical horses beings can take create their own world. The yeah. life equation. But what happens if they... There's a situation where we've actually dealt with beings who were created for comic books coming to life. Yeah. We already have that ability, my friend. We just don't know how to tap but what happens if... Let's, for instance, let's just say you had the ability to create things like that, right? What happens if in your life of you, you create that thing? Think about it. You create that entity. You create it. That entity isn't anything, it's you. You've created it. And it's... And it... Yeah. And there's yeah. a point where those entities can become sentient enough they can take on yes. their own life force. Who's to say they don't start never... a reincarnation cycle themselves? It, it's fascinating. I mean, you could talk about this for eternity. But there you go. We might be talking about this for eternity. <laughs> In millions of years' time, God help us where the human race is if we're not blowing ourselves up in the next couple of days. Um, you know, where will we be? We'll just 
actually something that you just reminded me of. What's that? And it does follow perfectly into what we were just talking about. MKUltra. MKUltra, yeah. Stargate. Some of the more yeah. exotic reports that allegedly took place in those programs involved electrical stimulation to certain subjects in order to induce psychic ability. Right. Psychic visions, when you see me going to a trance stuff like that, if you were to hook me up to a machine, it would oh register God, like I'm having an epileptic fever. But no, yeah. let me finish. Let me finish. So you stimulate these points in the mind, it's psychic abilities did get an artificial boost, but certain subjects were able to start materializing objects out of thin air, allegedly, of course. And that's there's actually ancient alien theories that tie into, you know, I believe it was out of Egypt, that there was a special chair that being could sit on and create entire worlds, create beings. We already have that ability now. And it's just like with the CE5 protocol. The tones are set at certain frequencies to start stimulating the brain for weird psychic phenomenon to start taking place. Yeah. We have the bare essential to do it ourselves right now. But here's here's another scenario for you. What happens if it isn't the tones that get the ET's attention? What happens if it's your brain hearing those tones and the ET's are they're tuning into you. Think about it. It well, would be actually interesting. It, it'd be interesting to put a pair of earphones on, go outside to do the CE5, right? Play it, right? So as nobody else can hear that. Only you. And if they appear, you'll know that it's not through you playing the tones. It's them coming through you. I've done that. And did it work? Done. It's me. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the thing. I don't think the tones are actually... I think they're just a mental thing that opens up something in your head that opens a doorway to allow you to communicate. Exactly. Yeah. The Even tones Craig, are really he was on, he said that that was the theory, is that the tones prime your brain for one-on-one communication. That could be exactly why, and I have this recording somewhere, where voices were coming through when I was trying to do CE5 communications, where it's saying, we need the tones. It's one of the clearest captures I have ever got. Yeah. Yeah. What was if they're waiting for humankind, right? They're waiting for humankind to do this without the tones. Uh, here's a scenario for you. And it was something that we just dealt with recently. They say you don't talk about certain things, you don't challenge certain things, because technically that can be considered an invite. Once they get that invite, they can do whatever they want. That's very true. So, So? who's the third DE5 in the form of consent? Exactly. In fact, it actually is. What What am I talking about? It is. So, in theory, you don't need 
the CE5 tones to contact extraterrestrial life. You just need you. You just have to have your mind. You just have your have your mind tuned in to the right frequency in your mind. Here, let me bring something up that a few people in here will recognize. The concept behind this sigil was is initially meant for protection against darker energy energies. I tell people technically all they need is to visualize this in their mind. Yeah. Who's to say that the CE5 doesn't follow the same protocols? Who's to say that we can't create something like some sort of catchy song that gets stuck in your head and every time it goes to start playing in your head where you're kind of zoning out, you accidentally yeah. summon alien. Yeah. In theory. <clears throat> what we're talking about that... you can do that. But what if that's what the extraterrestrials are waiting on? For us to figure this out? For us to figure out a way of contacting them without using the tones. Maybe that's the grand awakening. Maybe that is what they're trying to do. They're trying to get every human on earth just to go out there without their phone, without any technology, and just stand there and think about it. And because you're thinking about it, they come. And when that day happens... <laughs> you know? Well, allegedly, <clears throat> this September, we got something big coming. That's right. We do. Allegedly. I don't know what it is, but... I don't know what it is, but my screen's got off the dark. I don't know if you noticed that. And the same has happened to yeah. you. It's as if something's moving about... I mean, I've got, right as I started saying what the heck I, I saw what looked like someone's robe right there. Yeah. We started, we started getting movement and people in the chat were saying it, which we say all the time, ladies and gentlemen. If you think you see something, say something. You know, yeah. you're more than welcome to participate in these shows. Why we do them live because it makes things so much more interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed this, uh, the EMF meters not went off that much tonight. It's peaked a couple of times, but... Which is unusual. Not What's really. Was that there from One Mad Gnome? Don't forget Don't the light the in, your in your heart. heart. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think a good way to uh, end this episode and Actually, future projects is to keep this one concept in mind. Three simple words. Yeah. We are light. We are light. Catch you all later, guys, and catch you through the week. The Chris and Alan show's on tomorrow night. Premiere, so please watch. Catch you later, guys, and thank you for coming. Later. One, two, three.